And thank you for coming into Bigfoot Club. This is the sixth episode. I'm your host, Robert Jesse Dominguez, and with me is Simone. And <laughs> I just like how I just gave myself a nickname. Yeah, yeah. C money. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's how nicknames work. Yeah, I don't think that's how nicknames work. I'm just <laughs> no, you you have to be given a nickname. I just Not, you don't you don't declare a nickname. Okay, so I'm C money. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'm not C money anymore. So <clears throat> we'll come up with something for you. Okay. So can it be C money? No. Dang. <laughs> Give I tried. Something else with the C. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to do like any shout outs first? No. I don't know. No. No, I don't know. Tyler, no. Maybe. Hey, I don't think he listens. My sister hasn't either been. She there. hasn't listened. No, because she's busy with school. The guitar just downloaded. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Like download listen, it and listen it to the car on the way to clinic. Li- listen to it later. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to my babies. Shout out to your babies. Shout out to my wife. I love you all. Too sweet. To get Tyler to listen, it has to be really, really, we have to start screaming into the microphones and have like really high pitched sounds. Yeah. And hey, I got, an, I got an idea. <laughs> I got an idea. What? It just came to me. Mm-hmm. If, if the listeners vote for me to be called C-Money... Can I be called C-Money? Yeah, but we're not going to get a vote. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruthless, man. Sorry. I mean, we got to hire So, some, hey, gotta, hey listeners, hi- y'all got to help me out. We got to hire y'all somebody. Help me out. We got to hire somebody for social media or yeah. get someone, or, intern yeah. or something. We got to get we got to get my nickname C-Money. Okay. That's we can, we can not create top a priority. poll with yeah. the options. That's not top priority. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's the most important thing. So... Oh man, okay. See, he left. Yeah, he, he just got up and left. I guess. It's up to us. You know, carry the whole thing. That's all right. What's okay. new? <laughs> I like turtles. Yeah, we do. I came back. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, I was I was hurt just a little bit. I want to do shout out to my mom because actually she started listening. So mom, thank you. I love you. Thanks, mom. Thank you. Um. Shout out to Joanne Smith at work because she's been listening. Um, Alberto's been listening, right? All right, yeah. Security. Hey, Al- Al- Alberto thinks Chris Jericho is the best wrestler in the world. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. Hey, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm okay with it too. He was in my top three. I, I'll agree to disagree, but it's okay. Hey, <laughs> he was in my top three. I don't, I don't have a top three, but I, uh, you know, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, who, who else at work's listening? Uh. Jamma, uh, Tim, Tim, Tim Gleason, Tim Gleason, Kayla, um, uh, Bianca, Bianca. They all listen. They um, listen at work during work. So, um, um, who else? Who Jam Master J? Jam Master J. Jonathan. Uh, John Ryan. Okay. Did Ryan listen? Uh, I think he just downloaded. I think he just downloaded. Is there an echo in here? Is there an echo in here? <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't know who my people Horrible. listen. I got a lot of a lot of people that say they will listen, but yeah, <laughs> they don't. 
anybody that that downloads it and listens to it, because I know. Hey, uh, uh, Justin listened to it at lunch today. Justin. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. 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 No, not Timberlake. God, I hope so. Maybe. Justin you never Keith. Know. Justin Keith. Justin. Big, big Cali waves. Big Cali waves. We don't have a theme song. You put no, a surfer on those waves. But everybody that's been downloading, man, thank you so much. Yeah. Really appreciate it. I think my my brother in Luxembourg was downloaded too. He he said that it wasn't it wasn't born at home. So that's good. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. That's definitely the top thing that we not boring. You know, it yeah. could not be relevant, but at least it's not boring. <laughs> Ricardo Dominguez, which is my older brother, I love you. He does El Gato Negro. El Gato Negro. So, <clears throat> which I still have to read the fourth episode. We're not talking about that right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. We can't talk about that right now. <laughs> shh, shh. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. It's all right. Okay. So, we did shout out to everybody at work. Uh, I think everybody that's been listening to it. I think uh, Alyssa Perez has been listening yes. to it. Yes. Yes, Perez. Perez. And I don't know the if any of the other IT guys are doing it. If if, if anybody we miss, sorry, uh, we still love you. Yeah, yeah, we still love you. Keep listening. Don't stop. Yeah, till you get enough. <laughs> Don't stop till you get enough. So. And then keep going anyway because we need yeah. This, you need, yeah. need you know yeah. numbers. Yeah. We need we need voters for C money. <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay, first subject. You guys ready? Maybe. Let's do out. it. Bigfoot. <laughs> I don't know how much more I can handle of that. <laughs> I got yeah. I, I gotta. I gotta find a new one. No. I could. I could do the Whoop one or the one from Columbia River or I don't know. Maybe I don't. Know. That's just do the the talking one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it sounds like Tyler when he was learning to talk. It was yeah. all all his words were G's. Like whenever he wake up in the morning, he'd be like, "I want to get a get a go, get a get a get a go outside today." <laughs> sounds like an auctionist. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. It sounds like Popeye. Who did you get me here? I know you get me for him and give it up. Get a go, get a guy, get a get a get a go. Oh man. Uh, I don't think we're ever gonna get to this subject. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Whatever. Uh, we're winging it. Um I wanna talk about I kinda didn't want to talk about it, but I, but I guess I guess I kinda wanna talk about as uh Brown Springs. Brown Springs, Oklahoma. Um I did this a while back. I think it was like in I wanna say oh six Oh five, and I can't remember where I got the information from, but it was um, I can't remember if it was from a park ranger or a game warden or a police officer or something. But we had a story <clears throat> back in '97 about a lady that got she was from Gainesville, and she was in Brown Springs, and she was found naked on top of her car with her, and then she was dead. But the the game warden or the officer was telling me that her legs were bent all the way back, broken, and she had, his words, not mine, I think, <clears throat> primate semen. So, 
Mm. So she was killed. And that's what kind of got, I think Ken Marvel was the one that brought this to me and he wanted to go up there and check it out. So it was me, Ken Marvel, Buddy Britt, and my cousin, I'm not going to say his name because I haven't got permission, and his wife. Because he's been bugging me about doing Bigfoot stuff. And I said, okay, you're going to go with me on this one. So he went with me. It was during the day. And we drove up. It was like, I think it was like south of the Windstar Resort. uh, resort. So it was right off 77, off of 35. It was right, it's not right behind it, but it's kind of like off 35 near behind Leaper Lake. And it was like on Brown Springs, so. So we went up there to this uh, right on on Brown Springs, and we pulled up on the, the Red River, and uh, we parked. It was like it had just finished raining, and it was like it was pretty, it was pretty like damp and kind of muggy. <clears throat> and so when I when I got out of the car and we parked right on the Red River, we walked about two miles, two or three miles down the road. I mean, down the river, and uh, we were looking for you know anything, footprints, um, game trails you know, tree breaks, whatever, and we didn't really find anything, so, but when I was walking on um, the side of the river, you know, I've been to a lot of Bigfoot places, a lot of Bigfoot sighting places, and for some reason, this place just gave me a bunch of negative, I had like a heavy feeling on like my chest, and so it was like really, really weird, and then eventually we didn't, we found like needles on the ground, so it was just kind of weird. What What time of year was this? This was probably like around August. So it was the middle of summertime. Yeah. Okay. So it was like August, maybe September, maybe the end of August, start of September. Okay, so it was it wasn't hot, it was kinda cool. So it wasn't the middle of summertime, it was kinda right. towards the end. Okay. So and it was funny because like we walked around for a while, we, we looked at some stuff and I was showing my cousin because you know, he was wanting to do Bigfoot stuff and it was like in the afternoon, it was like around two or three o'clock in the afternoon. And normally I do Bigfoot stuff at night. And so I didn't feel comfortable taking him out after after dark because mm-hmm. he had never. I don't take everybody right. in the woods, even if they're even if they're family. Right. I just don't do that. Is this like thick woods? It, it's not. I mean, it was like whenever you pulled into when you got off thirty five and you go between uh, Brown Springs and Leaper Lake. It's like it was like a dirt road, and some parts had you know woods, some parts didn't. But we were right on the Red River, so it was like it was a lot of open areas, and it was mm-hmm. like a lot of trees. And it was, but were y'all trailing the river? Yeah. Okay. We, yeah, we were. So we were doing that, and then uh, we get back to the vehicle, and it was like a tree, and it wasn't like a like an old tree or or a dead tree. It was a tree that was actually pushed over in front of Kenny's car, mm. and it, like I mentioned before, it had just rained, and so the the ground was kind of damped. And so there was footprints all around his car. And I, and I kid you not, there were like at least 13-inch prints. And we didn't have any casting material. Yeah, I was going to ask, did y'all, nothing. Did y'all cast or no. take pictures or anything? No. We, we actually took pictures, but uh, that was, you know, it was a long time ago. And I, don't, I, don't, right. I, I have to look through my stuff whether I have was it. This, was this a tiptoeing? Uh, uh, it was the full print? It was a full print. Mm. And they, it was like almost like they, almost like the footprints leaded to the tree. To push it over, mm-hmm. it was just kind of odd. And we all like we walked up to the car and we looked at it. It was like me and Kenny and Buddy just all looked at each other. And my my cousin, he didn't really know what was going on, so we kind of just all looked at each other and we kind of just gave each other like the look, like uh oh, we got some stuff going it's on. Kind of deep. 
And Baby. So, so uh, we eventually told my cousin, I said, okay, this is Bigfoot stuff. Because these, these are prints, and we were showing them, like, the prints and stuff. And he was getting a little nervous, and I, I feel bad for him. And about 10 minutes later, we had a call across the Red River on the, on the Texas side yelling back at us. So it was really, really loud and really, really long. Now, was it similar to the call that you had in, was it the Hallsville where you had the call? I had a call in Hallsville. Yeah. And I had a call in, I had a couple of calls in uh, Sulphur Springs. Was it similar to these calls? The one in Hallsville was, you could tell it was kind of far away. Yeah, and it was like, it, it wasn't really long. It was, I, to compare it to anything, it kind of sounded like a gibbon. Like it was really hot, kind of high pitched. Yeah. And it was just like a real quick, you know, like whoop kind of sound. <laughs> but I mean, that was it. It was just like hard and quick right. and then done. That the, was it. And then that's immediately after that was when it started chunking stuff at us. Yeah. But the one in Sulphur Springs I had, it, it's, it's sounded really, really close. And it was like long and loud and it vibrated my chest. This was, you could tell it was like a distance away on the other side of the river. And it was like it was like a tree line. We looked at the at the tree line. We didn't see anything, but um, but you could hear it on the other side of this tree line. And I I would probably guess it's probably I don't know, maybe half a mile away. I'm just guessing. So, but it was it was pretty loud. And at that point, my uh, my cousin he used freaking out. And sorry, man. So he was freaking out. He was telling us he wanted to go. He wanted yeah. to go. Yeah, because I, I you I, wanted this. I think we should go. That's what he was saying. <laughs> and, you know, his wife was with him, too. And I said, uh, give us a minute. So. Go sit in the car. So, so eventually, eventually we end up leaving. But uh, it was a, probably the first time I actually did, a, you know, a Bigfoot. Other than a sighting report. I went out to go check it out during the day. Because normally I go at night. And that's when you usually yeah. go for activity, more activity at that time. So. So when when you when you get back, you walk up to the to the car. There's this tree. How big is this tree? It was probably. Uh, I would probably say like it was enough for you to put your arms around it. Okay. You know, completely and just hug it completely. So I don't know. That's it was I a mean, it, it was a pretty big tree, a decent sized tree, and it was yeah. like it was like I'm not, I'm not good at measurements in math. So. Yeah, I'm not either. So. Was it like a, a pine tree? Or yeah, it was. Yeah. It, was, it, was it, it was almost like it was like um, it was close to the to the embankment, so a lot of its roots were already like shown already, yeah. mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it, whatever pushed it pushed it, and it just helped it. And it just so it, was it, the it, whole tree down? Yeah, yeah, it was the yeah. whole tree. It wasn't broken. It was just like just a whole. You said it was raining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was there heavy winds? No. Um, nope. No heavy winds. And, I mean, you said there's footprints. You said there was footprints like it was walking towards the tree? Yeah, it looked like it was just one singular Bigfoot. And like it was, uh, like it walked around the vehicle. And That's it, what, yeah, and I was going to. And walked right over to the, you know, to the tree. To the tree. I was going to ask if, if there was, you know, other footprints around, like mm. going different directions. It was just a single, it's it was the, a solid uh, path of this, yep. of this looked, one walking. It looked like it came up through the river, out of the river, and then around. Because, like, we parked really close to the river. Okay, so. and I, I want to go back to to Patty for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that they, and I've I've read a couple of things on Patty 
where her stride was so big mm-hmm. that it that a man a man can a normal it. Yeah. a normal man couldn't duplicate it without falling over. Right. Were these similar strides? Were these strides large? Did you try to to mimic these strides? Did you try to put your feet or uh, did yeah. you do any of that? You, you know, now that you mentioned it, yeah, because actually I had to jump from one footprint to the other just to match it. Because I think Kenny got pictures of it, but I took off my hat because we didn't have we didn't have a ruler. Yeah, you didn't have anything measure. to measure it against. So I took off my hat and he took pictures of it. And um, whenever I was trying to mimic it, I had to jump because I'm I'm what I'm five, probably five seven. I'm five six, and you're five, probably six, an inch taller than me. Five so. seven, so I had to jump from one footprint to the other. So it was it was pretty, it was pretty distant. So now, it was a it was a decent. You know, I never thought about that until you just asked me that question. But yeah, I had to jump for it. I had to jump to the next footprint. And when these. These footprints, because I'm I'm trying to think of this this area that you're in, and these these giant footprints that are that are this far um, apart. Mm-hmm. But what was the what was the area? I know you said it was raining, so it was obviously muddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was the the I don't know the the range of the like what size area were you were you in because you said you were kind of in the woods you were trailing the river yeah where where were you where was the car parked I mean you you said you saw the roots um, on the embankment so you're the car is parked close to the river y'all get out y'all walk down y'all come back what what like I'm trying to get a, an idea of the right. the size of the area that y'all were in. <clears throat> It's you know once once you co- once you go down Brown Spring Brown Springs Road you go past the uh, Brown. Whoa. Oops. You, you okay? <laughs> yeah. We had a technical deal going on right here. So like I was saying, um, once once you go down Brown Springs Road, you're gonna you're gonna pass Brown Springs Indian Cemetery, and so there were some parts of that area that was open like a marsh. Some parts that had field, and then had like a cluster of trees. It had a cluster of trees right before you got to the river. For some reason, I don't know why. It was like maybe, I don't know, 50 yards worth of trees, and then it goes straight into the river. So you can't actually see the river from where you're at, from where we were at. You pulled up, and you went down these dirt roads. And it was like some parts it was an open field, and then some parts it had marshes, which was I thought was kind of strange. And then... Uh, this dirt road like leads right into the Red River. Like if you want to, uh, like it's almost like someone was there. It wasn't a, a trail, but you could tell a vehicles had gone through there. And so it's almost like people parked there. Maybe I don't know, drank or because because I'm thinking that if if there's a lot of trees around, this guy's got if he's got this big of a stride, he's got to be dodging a lot of trees to be <clears throat> to have. So you had to be kind of in an open area. Yeah. Yeah, you said there's kind of open areas. There's there's wooded areas. Yeah, I'm just thinking if this dude is this big and he's that big of a stride, it it almost looked like it almost looked like it was like maybe ATV areas. So the 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 trail that we took, it wasn't it wasn't dirt, but it was like it was grass. But you could tell vehicles been driving through it or ATV. Mm-hmm. And so whenever we drove, we drove as close as we could to the river, and there was like an opening, like almost like like uh, someone had a a truck that would take a canoe down there. Okay. So does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so we parked right there. I said, there's an opening right there. We just parked right there, and there was a, a cluster of trees around it. 
And so, you know, whenever we got out, I didn't, I didn't even manage to look. I mean, I'm pretty sure if it was a, a tree that was looking like it was about to fall, we wouldn't park next to it. Well, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would hope you wouldn't. Simone. So, catch tone. Um, Yeah. So so when you get back, you see the tree down. I'm just kind of re right. kind of re be going through. You see the tree down. You see the footsteps. You 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 have to jump from one step to the other. Right. I want to go back to this heavy feeling. Yeah. That you were feeling when you first pulled up. Mm-hmm. Um. You said that you 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 felt it on your chest. I don't know if you said it on mic, but I remember off mic. Yeah. You said you felt it. Like on your chest. Mm-hmm. What kind of go into detail about that? Okay. You know, I, I do a lot of paranormal stuff too. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like going into a paranormal area that, mm-hmm. that you know paranormal, you know, activities happening. And you go into an area and it's like, it's hard to breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like almost like something's pushing on your chest. Yeah. And I, I've been to hundreds of Bigfoot places, you know, seven different states. And I've, I've been in like stuff at dark where you can't even see your hand in front of you. And, mm-hmm. and I, I've been to places where, you know, there's probably panther or mm-hmm. bear and, and, you know, I've been scared, but I, when I, when I got out the car there, it just felt like very negative and almost like a paranormal type of feeling. Like it's like maybe death or, mm-hmm. or something or, I don't know. I can't explain it. I don't know if it's a portal or just we're very close to the ley line. I don't know. But it just it just felt like a paranormal. And I was doing Bigfoot stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just really, really strange for me to well, have that. I, I wanted to ask you that because I remember, I don't know if it was the, the last show or a show. It was one of our shows. We talked about how some <clears throat> some native american tribes and and uh, the salish tribe they're up in the the pacific northwest right um they believe that bigfoot can cross over mm-hmm. into the paranormal world and come back as it pleases right um and that's what struck me kind of interesting about now this was pacific northwest but it did say they were scattered around, you know, different areas. But that kind of struck me as, you know, interesting. Whenever you say you you get out, you feel this this heavy feeling on your chest. You feel this this kind of just this empty feeling, I guess, maybe this yeah. this bad aura, negative uh, negative energy. And then you get Bigfoot activity. Right. So it kind of piqued my interest in the this the belief of the 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 native americans in how bigfoot can go in and out of the paranormal yeah um and that's why i wanted you to go back to that i mean i know we're going to talk about paranormal later right but it it just piqued my mind um now have you ever in any of your other uh hunts for bigfoot ever felt anything like this in an area before i i did i did a thing um he's already passed away already but rob riggs rob riggs wrote uh bragg road um it's over in nacogdoches and i went out there with him to do it because uh we were doing bigfoot investigations in that area and supposedly he he writes a book about you know um 
orbs and Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. And so I was not, at the time, I was not into that. Yeah. You hear me on groans. It's like, orbs. Yeah. Do you want to? Well, you know, I was wondering, too, and this is kind of, you know, just, and I'm looking it up, too. um, There's a lot of theories that they use infrasound, like a lot of predators Mm -hmm. do that, like tigers, Mm -hmm. and that's how elephants communicate. And um, I feel like in one of my experiences that I had with Luke's when we were out at Billy's, that that happened to us, that we mm-hmm. got blasted by infrasound. And that's the kind of feeling that I got, like, you know, where you get, like, that adrenaline rush, like, oh, oh, something's going to yeah. happen. And we all got it at the same time, just like a chill, and, like, it runs up your spine, and it's just like, okay, it it makes you have your fight-or-flight kind of instinct going. Right. And so maybe, possibly, that's what that was, is kind of what I, I, you know, I was wondering, too, is, you know, trying to think from a, of this world, you know, of our known sciences, because I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that anything that's paranormal, that's just, to me, that's just stuff we don't know how to explain it yet. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just trying to figure out, it's like, it might be like these low frequencies, because when a lot of times when we go into places that are allegedly haunted, a lot of times that comes from, uh, from EMF. Mm-hmm. You get that feeling and it messes with your head and you get that, that's cool. that being mm-hmm. watched feeling, whatever. It could be possible. I mean, because, man. It's theoretical, but it's definitely kind of that feeling like that. Ooh, did yeah. you notice that's, that's how I felt whenever I got out of the car? Did you notice any like electrical lines uh, near? You know, there might have been because <clears throat> I don't remember though. Because that, that's normally what I look for is electrical right away. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, that's why I went back to that because right. you, you say that they. They use those as as pathways. Right. As kind of. Uh, I mean, I I was just wanted to get back to Rob Riggs stuff. Um, I went out to Bragg Road with him, and I was uh, near Nac- Nacogdoches, and um, I went out there with him, and I, I he had just released a book, and we were supporting him because he was going to be in the first Bigfoot conference. Um, he was going to be a speaker, so we went out there just to go out with him and assess stuff and. I was at Bragg Road, and there's like a lot of lore, uh, paranormal stuff mm-hmm. out, out uh, on Bragg Road. It's, it's supposed to be like a, where a train used to be, mm-hmm. and the train conductor um, fell out of the train and had his head uh, cut off. And so the story is that he he's in the middle of the night. He looks for his head with a lantern. So he's, mm-hmm. he's really yeah. So because <laughs> interesting story. Uh huh. In Arkadelphia, Arkansas, uh-huh. that exact same story. Really? <laughs> exact same story or a similar story, you know, that, that there was a train conductor and he got killed somehow and lost his head. And then mm-hmm. you see all you see a light. Wow. It's, well, it's not Arkadelphia. It's right outside in the little town called Gurdon. It's the Gurdon light. And that was one of my first uh, ghost hunts. I went with my dad and my cousin and her husband in like July. We didn't see anything, but it yeah. was cool. I think I was 12 years old. But yeah, so where this was in Garden, Arkansas, Garden, Arkansas, where is this in in Nacogdoches? Okay, so that's pretty far apart. Yeah, it is. That's 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 a ways apart. Yeah. Well, I was just I was just saying that I was out there with Rob Riggs and all the TBRC when the TBRC was good, uh, which was a long time ago. But um, but I didn't I didn't feel anything paranormal out there. I just didn't. I just and this is a place that's known for paranormal. Yeah. And so. I didn't feel it, and, you know, Rob Riggs is, he swears up and down, and there's a lot of paranormal stuff there, and it's related to Bigfoot, and so. 
just might have caught it at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah, just caught it at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. We were there one night and we left the next day. So, um, but this Brown Springs, I mean, it was like I, I can't explain it. It was just like really, really negative and it's like heavy. It's almost like I was being drained, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Like I needed a Red Bull or something. <laughs> so or or some red drink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Caitlin, that's for you. You needed to you needed to down a big old bottle of red drink. Um. So do you? I know I know that we we've discussed the the Native Americans. Yeah, thinking them going in and out and all that good stuff. Yeah. What is your stance on that? What What do you? Because the reason why I ask is because. In, in all of the Bigfoot stories you've told me and all the ones that you told on mic, all the ones you told off of mic, you've never, ever once mentioned this kind of feeling right. on a Bigfoot hunt. Right. You're absolutely right. And I've never have. So um, I went to, this was probably like 09, 08, uh, Hanova's first Bigfoot conference. And I went up there and I met, you know, a lot of good people up there. I, I actually met up with Todd Partain up there. And uh, um, I met up, yeah. (laughs) Big shout out. Push, push. Um, I met up with him up there, and we he was doing a documentary at the time because anybody knows Todd Partain, he's got some documentaries out and really really good stuff. And he was doing interviews, and I was helping him out with it. So was in the dark. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's really really good. I think for a while was Amazon's bestseller. Eyes in the dark. In Eyes in the dark. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. about. It's not really about Bigfoot. It's about Bigfoot hunters and their stories and yeah. stuff. So it's really good. It's, oh, okay. It's yeah. how he got into Bigfoot and Is stuff. It, so it's from their perspective, right? right. Okay. And he's he's a good dude. Love him. Love him to death. I haven't talked to him in years. Sorry, Todd. But um, I was up there and we he interviewed a bunch of people. So I was helping him out. So I was screening the people before he was interviewing in his his um, documentary. And um, I met up with a lot of Native American people. In that area. And mm-hmm. so a lot of them believed that that's the reason why, uh, and this is their words, not mine, <laughs> that the white man can't, won't, won't be able to document or film Bigfoot because they believed that, that whenever a Bigfoot's being, you know, it's around, it could turn itself into anything. A raccoon, a beaver. It can shapeshift. Shapeshift. So, yeah, that's like um, the Lugaru story yeah. is that it's a shapeshifting woman. And it's kind of skirts the line between like a vampire and a werewolf, but it's right. like it, it, it kind of fold and you know a lot of as time goes on, of course, this story that story gets combined, but right. it's kind of like that, you know. So, so my understanding of all this is the Native Americans they are very set on this thing being from the paranormal world mm-hmm. or or very it's a very spiritual being to right. them it is it's it's a part of the the earth yeah it's a part of the and and i know that we had talked before that you know the ancestors believe they came they believe their ancestors came from the underground the, uh, the, yeah. the underground yeah. and whatever yeah. whenever you look back that's the bigfoot yeah um so it to me it seems like we that that are not Native Americans have, and and this goes back to to lazy poop cowards, mm-hmm. have turned this into something of just a commercialized figure and got away from the spiritual yeah. aspect right. of this of this that that the Native Americans 
have have known long before we were here, long before we even knew what, yeah. what they believe. And it goes back to the to the like we said, the lazy poop cowards that that don't want to take the time to research. They just want to gain notoriety evidence, and money. Evidence, evidence, evidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and autograph so picture, autograph picture, autograph picture. But it was just it was very interesting to me. This story above all of them. I think intrigues me more than anything right. because to me, this story connects the native American history with the, the current history of kind of whenever this dude frames coined the phrase JW Burns, I believe coined the phrase Sasquatch, Sasquatch yeah. um, and, and brought it into, <clears throat> I guess what we say modern day Bigfoot as we know it now, but it just, and Jerry crew is the one that, had the construction or, yeah, the, log, the, or the, the logging. Yeah. And, right. and, 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 but it was, that was also Native American. Right. Um, it was on Native American ground, and he was using Native American workers. workers yeah. So um, I just thought it very, very intriguing, this story to me, because not any other stories, and, and you've told me more than what we've talked on, Mike, and, but none of them have ever started out with, yeah, man, this is in, you know, Brown Springs is known as a paranormal area. It is. Um, it, it's it's known. I mean, there's a lot of it, it. It it used to be called the dumping grounds. It might even be still called the dumping grounds, the body dumping grounds, or or. Yeah, I was going to ask you about. Yeah, I'll get into it here in a little bit. And I'm just uh, you know trying to you know wrap my brain around this. You 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 having kind of a paranormal moment. Right, but it, it, what what is because you said right after this you hear a call. Yeah, you 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 see a tree push down. You see Prince. Yeah, and so I'm just wondering, maybe maybe there's something to this. Yeah, this, this spiritual aspect of the I believe in paranormal. I don't believe in Bigfoot. Yeah, but maybe there is some kind of connection. Maybe there is some kind of maybe the Native Americans have have something going on here. Yeah, and and it is, and I'm not saying by any means this Bigfoot's out there shape shifting into squirrels and badgers, right. and I, I'm not saying that at all. Right. I'm just saying that maybe what the Bigfoot actually is 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 a being, a spiritual being that we as modern day Bigfooters or whatever you want to have have turned into this big hairy monster. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just kind of my brain's kind of going a hundred miles different ways right now because this is the first time that I've ever heard. This is the first time I've ever heard this story. Period. Yeah. Right. I I haven't told either you, one of you the you, story. Yeah, I've never heard well, this. You know, I kind of like I touched on it earlier, but you know, when it comes to folklore and mythology and things like that, people use what they understand to describe something, mm -hmm. and. You know, I'm open-minded, maybe, you know, prove me wrong. But yeah, it could just be that because this thing is smart mm -hmm. and it's easy to hide, that mm -hmm. that's how they described it. Because yeah. to them, it seemed like, wow, it's gone and it appeared over here. Well, maybe it's a different thing, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. that it's a little bit of, you know, it's just kind of like anything like that. I mean, I kind of use this example a lot. It's like, pretend like you've never seen an elephant before. Mm-hmm. What is that? It's a monster. Yeah. It's from another world. Yeah. It's, it's like huge. not from here. What yeah. is that? You know, it's, anything, a lot of things that we know now, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 
it's beyond our perception, you know. Well, and I go back to that. We, we all said that if you go into, and this is on the paranormal side, if you go into an investigation, knowing the history of that investigation, you're looking for right. whatever that history is. Well, if you're going into a Bigfoot hunt and all you know of the Bigfoot is what you know from history, yeah. well, obviously you're going to go be looking going in f- for that. You're going to be looking for this big hairy monster. Well, I mean, if Bigfoot is out there, maybe he is this big hairy monster. Maybe he is. I don't know. I don't believe he's out there. But this paranormal aspect of it and this story right here and and, and all the stuff that you've talked about, the Native Americans Mm -hmm. and it being of a spiritual realm, it can it can go in and out of the spiritual realm. Um. Man, it, it 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 might play tricks on people and make them see this big hairy monster instead of what it actually is. I don't know. Yeah, I think um, I think when I first got into TBR, when I first got into Bigfoot stuff, and Luke was Luke was from this school, and I know he's changed. And when when we get him on, he can confirm this. But when when I first got into Bigfoot uh, with Luke, um, he his his teachings were this thing is flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. It's not. It's not a ghost. It's not a ghoul. Mm-hmm. It's 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 an ape. It's a big hairy monster. It's, yes, it's it's an ape, and yeah, it's it's evolved. Um, and so I was that way too for the longest time. I feel that way, but also when it comes to the spiritual aspect, mm-hmm. a lot of my beliefs are very nature based. I right. think that we as people are there's a lot more mysticism and things to us, and and it's not necessarily. Uh, I I wouldn't say it was like supernatural or anything like that. It's just again you know energy and connecting it's like you can get down to the science of it to where we're all i mean look at particles it's all we're all touching we're all connected somehow right Mm -hmm. and how we perceive that is sometimes different i think a lot of times that we as people modern people we don't tap into our natural side a lot Mm -hmm. we don't perceive of a lot of things like this but then you put us in the woods and that starts to come back a little bit oh yeah i think it's i think you talk about that it naturally comes back because that's when that that instinct comes back but if it's not in that situation it's kind of taboo to tap into that right that natural part of yourself that that instinctual part of yourself because i mean i mean and then, you know, because we don't understand what this is. It, oh, the, it's the, a ghost. It's something we don't understand. Right. Exactly, it's something yeah. scary, but it's just something that we have, you know, put back in the back of our head. It's our primitive brain, and we don't listen to it anymore because mm-hmm. we don't have to mm-hmm. in modern world. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I don't... I don't I don't live in the woods and I don't have to rely on my <laughs> you know natural right. caveman or whatever you woodman activities to get through. I I go to work, I make my money and I buy the goods that somebody else makes for me. So yeah. I'll give an example too. It's like, you know, I have anxiety problems and a lot of times anymore I, I get really anxious and start feeling bad, start getting headaches and stuff. Before a storm comes, mm-hmm. and, you know, I started looking it up and like eh, trying to figure out what, why around the, you know, it's like, well, maybe it's this, you know, and that is common in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't think about that because that's not something that people do. It's like we're not tapped in, but, you know, bromic pressures and things like that. It's mm-hmm. really something that does 
affect us and we don't realize it because yeah. we're you know we don't migrate anymore we don't you know yeah we we we're here we live in you know pretty much the same area our whole lives and well i i can you know uh brit uh she's had multiple knee surgeries and man when 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 it gets bad weather cold weather yeah the weather changes her knees will well, she can tell me when it's when the yeah. weather's going through what it's going through because of her knees, and you know. Yeah, I've had knee knee problems in high school, and I, I have the same thing. Yeah, same and thing, it's so. I mean, but but I've had you know my shoulder reconstructed, and it it's different. It's different. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't you know when when the weather changes it doesn't bother me. It it bothers me when I use it too much, but not not anything. I don't I don't know. I just think. You know, we we do have the ability to tap into that part of yeah. ourselves, and I, I I know my papa. My papa was born in, and this is my my dad's dad. He was born in 1903, um, so he grew up with absolutely nothing. And man, he could he could look outside, and this is just from being there. And but he could look outside, and man, I guarantee you, he could tell me within a two minute time that hey, there's a storm coming, mm-hmm. and and it's going to be here at this time. You know, and it's going to last this long. I'm like, man, how, how do you do that? He's, you know, who's on that trail. Yeah. And he's, but again, he grew up with nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we have everything. Well, I could pull my phone out right now yeah. and the Doppler radar is going to tell me all that, but they didn't have all that whenever he was growing up. But uh, he's before his time to get back kind of on topic where I was just trying to go, but, um, maybe that's what that feeling is. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. your, primitive brain going there's a predator in the area Mm -hmm. there's something that can mess with you Mm -hmm. you need to hide you know other than maybe it's oh it's a scary monster and it's doing it's giving us energy or it's you know Mm -hmm. it could just be something that is within our understanding that can be explained but the layman might not understand what it is yeah because i can tell you this i can tell you this and i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna compare it to to dog in a second oh i guess right now because when whenever somebody my dog well i have two dogs but my big dog he's 82 pounds and when somebody that he doesn't know or even he did it with my dad the other day and he knows my dad but when when somebody's coming up to the house and he doesn't know them he's gonna let us know that hey there's something coming up here that's not right right and 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 i'm gonna go into i'm i'm about to protect my family mode and or as my my oldest daughter calls them, my people. Uh, she she says he protects his people. So, um, but he does. He'll go into that that mode of. But then whenever he realizes, okay, it's good, he'll he'll lay back down. I think we have that in us too, and that's exactly what you were talking about, Ash. Is hey, maybe you got out of this car and you're like, hey, yeah. my internal instincts of there's something big and 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 dangerous in this area, but. I go back to this is the first time you've ever felt this and you've been in, in, right. in areas and you've had Bigfoot encounters before. So at this time, I mean, I guess they they might have been kicked up a hundred. I don't know. Um, well, and theoretically, I've heard a lot of people that have talked about this area say that what's out there mm-hmm. ain't the same as everything else. Yeah, it's a lot more violent. It looks different. Yeah. It acts different. It could very well be a different thing entirely Absolutely. or a subspecies or something like that. Yeah. And that could be where it's coming from because more often than not, you know, from what I hear, 
they're not aggressive, but these around here definitely are. Yeah. And and yeah, I've I've read several several stories about this this area. Before you get into that, yeah, I just wanted to say, um, when like I was telling, like I was saying before that um, when I first got into TBRC, Luke thought it was a flesh and blood. Oh yes, and, and I Thank thought you. and I thought that way too for the longest time until I broke away from the TBRC and then I started talking to other people and started talking to Native Americans. And now I'm more open-minded. I'm mm-hmm. more open-minded on, you know, the spiritual stuff with Bigfoot. And, you know, because I, I go, man, I, I thought this for the longest way, that it was just blood. It was just flesh and blood and is an ape and whatever. But I, I've talked to so many people and they've opened my eyes. And I, I mean, I don't, I, I just keep an open mind mm-hmm. on it. And I just say, okay. I mean, c- those things can go hand in hand. I yeah. mean, look at just, okay, let's look at humans. We're not to us. We're not just you know blood and guts and bones and stuff. We have a soul. We have a mind right. and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's just like, what's to say that this is any different? You know, right? It's it can still be a tangible thing, but it could still you know be of more consequences. Yeah, like, you know, Native Americans see it all animals, yeah. all things in nature that way a lot mm-hmm. of times. And so I was just going to say, I I think I I do talk to them, and I still keep an open mind, but I use it as a guide. And not and not as evidence completely because to right. me it's just conjecture and yeah you can have your beliefs but you don't necessarily have to be like this is what it is yeah, this, this is, is what I feel this is how I am but this is I don't have anything yeah, to back it, it up you know no you this can't. is it that's how I, mean. <laughs> I think anybody yeah, I that's rigid in that is like, waiting to be proved a fool honestly yeah because like I re- I remember I could be wrong I could be wrong but TBRC we had we had um we had to sign like a waiver and we had to like. Sign like a uh, you know uh, group rules. Yeah, we had to do that. You know, release liability, all kinds of stuff, consent. And I remember, I think I'm probably, hopefully, I'm right, but um, I remember we had guidelines that we followed, and it was like I think it was you know we thought it was flesh and blood, and we we didn't deviate from that. And right. so once I left TBRC, and I was just more open minded, and I. I Expanded and and it's just man because like they they had a regiment that we had to we had to think a certain way we had to take mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. many people out in the field and we had to you know get uh, evidence in a certain way. Yeah, I mean when you have a team, that's kind of how you have to do it yeah. because you have your brand and whatever, and you have to stand boats. That's why I don't like organized teams anymore because yeah. how I feel is one way and how I want to do. I need, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm not trying to be like okay. Here's our logo, and we have to make sure that we have good press and everything. I don't give a shit. It's too hard yeah. to really get something done when you have to stay within a boundary, honestly. So, back to your... Yeah, I just, I've read several stories on this. And again, I've never heard of Brown Springs until we, we've talked about it tonight. Um, never been there. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard of Thackerville, Oklahoma. But I never heard of, of Brown Springs, and uh, but I've read several stories, and every story that I've read has mentioned something about this place being just different from anywhere else. Right. That it's just there's there's you know firsthand uh, testimonies in in stories. I won't share any of those. I'm just going to kind of share. This is a, a Facebook. It's uh, from Haunted History uh on facebook and it's it's about brown springs there is a personal uh testimony in here i'm not going to share that part i'm just going to kind of share the history of of the area but 
um, they do mention that this is different. They they will mention, hey, I've gone on, I've gone on, you know, multiple paranormal, actually paranormal investigations, and this place just feels different. Yeah, right. there's just something different about this place. And um, I didn't, I didn't know that about this post at all. Yeah, and yeah. I was going to ask you. You just answered my question. I was just going to. Did you know any no. history of this place or mm-hmm. any? You're just going Bigfoot hunting. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're just going off the story of the 97 yeah, that, from, the, girl yeah. from Gainesville. So. You know that this lady, this this young lady died and supposedly a, a Bigfoot uh, raped her. That was the rumor. And Yeah, that's the rumor. That's why I said supposedly um, the rumor was this Bigfoot raped her and left her disemboweled and dismembered on, mm-hmm. on her car. Um, but this, this, uh, this little snippet here. Um, it says Brown Springs, uh, Thackerville, Oklahoma. Brown Springs is also known for its body dumping past nestled in a low area near Chickasaw smoke shop. Brown Springs flows to a nearby lagoon. Its neighbor is a cemetery founded in the 19th century. And I think you even mentioned that in the, in your story yeah. that it was next to a, to a cemetery. Yeah. So it's 19th, 19th century cemetery. Um, there's, oh, there's supposed to be a bunch of Native American mounds there too. Yeah, um, so. a, a story that I read earlier mentioned the the Native American mounds. Okay, um, and and again, I'll go back to those Native American mounds just because of the the Native Americans believing that this can this can shape shift into the, right. the paranormal. Um, it says over the past twenty uh, years or so, several bodies have been found in Brown Springs. Some of the bodies met uh, violent deaths, and this is this is. Uh, Intriguing to me, it says met violent deaths in Dallas and then were brought to Brown Springs and dumped. Um, I, I read another story that said there was a lot of mob activity. A lot of mobs used this area to, to dump their bodies Wow! Um, because it's such a remote area. It's it's so, uh, you know, just in the wow. middle of nowhere. It is. Like, it is. It is. So during like, you know, the golden age, like Al Capone times and things like that. Yeah, or, they. Well, that's interesting because they did, you know, I'm from Southwest Arkansas mm-hmm. and a lot of them would go to hot springs mm-hmm. for the spas and stuff to hang out there. They've got mm-hmm. a museum down there and a lot of like the major famous, like again, like Al Capone and stuff like that. They would come down there to vacation and to like make deals and stuff. So they did frequent this area. Yeah. You know, so they, I mean, this was, this was a, a dumping ground for mobsters because it, it I mean, and and back in 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 that time, Windstar wasn't there or casinos weren't there. I mean, it was truly just trees and and a river and yeah. marsh. So, um, it says, uh, and then during the nineteen seventies, another body, uh, oh, a body was found around nineteen eighty nine. Uh, the last one, this was the, the, the story that you had mentioned, and right. it just touches on it just very, very briefly. The young lady from Gainesville, Texas, uh, whose body was found in Brown Springs laying on top of her automobile. Her body was found about June 1997. Um, this story doesn't go into the, uh, the actual um, disembowelment, but I did read other stories that go into that. Right. Um, I'm not going to, because they're pretty graphic. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go into that. If, if you want to go into that, no, that's no, fine. No, I'm good. But um, it's, it's, and then there was another story that had mentioned a young man uh, with her. 
Mm-hmm. And it said his head was 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 twisted. Were, were those the same stories, or was that two different occasions? I it, don't. You know what? I don't remember. It, it, and it that's sound different. One was on a car, and the other was a couple. Yeah. So I, because sure. the, yeah. and that's that's where where the stories kind of run together. Because in this particular story, it just mentions the girl. In the other story, it mentioned the girl, the girl, the and the guy. And the guy was by the river. And the girl was on top of the car. Yeah. So. Yeah, the theory with that was that they were out hanging and cheating. Yeah, they were out. They were out up. for a good time. See, because the, the the lead that I got that we got from well, Ken Marble got it was it was no guy and it was a girl and then he didn't say anything about disembowelment. It was just like her legs were bent all the way mm-hmm. back yeah, with so the with the primate scene. Yeah. So. It could be two different things. Yeah, it could be it, it could be, be two different stories. It, I don't know. Yeah. Like, phone, you know, like telephone story. Or thing. it's just like you know, one person told another story and they yeah, embellished exactly. a little bit. Well, yeah, you know, changed like, it. like the telephone game where you like use yeah. for one thing and one year yeah. and everyone's like, "Well, I mm-hmm. heard this." And and I haven't, I have not been able to find any official reports or anything like yeah. police reports. It. Stories mention that the police came out there. Obviously, the police are going to come out there. Yeah, but there's not any actual uh, police reports. I, I mean, I'm sure if we went down there and we freedom of we uh, yeah open act yeah. open act, yeah. yeah we could get them. Um, not sure if I really want to to see the the photos. Yeah. Um, but to to yeah, read so it, just get the reports. Yeah, just get yeah. the reports. Yeah, okay. I don't care to see any of the photos, but to get the reports and and kind of go into it because. I mean, there's, there's a lot there, um, and the 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 primate semen is obviously. I mean, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, kind of. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's yeah. not something that you just. I mean, how do you, how do you find out it's primate semen? That's what. Yeah. What? Well, you take a sample, and I, right. I, I guess assume, you, okay. Let's say that they're handling it like a normal murder and right. sexual assault. They're going to put it in the data. They're going to run it and try to find mm. and see if this person's in yeah. the database. Right. Well, you know, then it comes back. With and that. then the, the, the description of how the, it, again, another story said that this body was in a way that just a regular human being could not put this body. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it was so distorted both the story with just the woman and the story with, with the, the man and the guy, yeah, yeah. these bodies were in such a way that a, a, a man or a woman, a, a, a human, you know, regular person could not do this to these bodies. Right. Yeah. And I don't I mean, know that, that intrigued us and that's what caused us. Yeah. To Cause that's, so. I mean, that's, that's just, it's wild. And because I, I didn't mention it before, but when we first got when we got there, we we, we drove around a little bit and we try to talk to people and we try to talk to like shops and stuff and no one would talk to us about it. Well, yeah, I bet. yeah. So they wouldn't talk to us. They wouldn't tell us where to go. And I go, OK, so. Yeah, we just go out there and just Man, feel, just like feel it. <laughs> so that's like that movie. I keep getting you guys to watch uh, what is it called? Bigfoot County or Country? I can't remember. Yeah. The, the like the found footage movie. It's it's a lot better than I thought it was. But that's okay. Yeah, I'll break down. A it's good. Let's do that afterwards or whatever. So we can we can, <laughs> we can do a a documentary or movie a mockumentary review or something. Yeah. So I liked it. They did their research, but it's kind of like that. It's like 
oh, don't go back there, yeah. you know, for several reasons. But, oh, my God, it went hard at the end. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting time for me, you know, doing that one. And so I remember my uh, cousin didn't want to do any, any more Bigfoot stuff after that. So yeah. He, I did, I didn't, he went hard the he, first time. He, like, retired. Yeah. Well, th- <laughs> I mean... Like y'all said on y'all's, you know, y'all get all this activity in, in Hallsville mm-hmm. and I, was that your first? Uh, yeah. So yep. your first time you're getting all this activity and a, a lot of people would have run away and been like, ah. no, I was jumping up and down. I didn't want to leave. It was freezing <laughs> too. It was probably yeah, like it was every cold. bit of 20 degrees. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was like, I don't want to leave yet. And we need to come back tomorrow. And, and everyone, oh, no, we need to go home, go bed. <laughs> I didn't ask you this, Robert. How far into your uh, Bigfoot investigations, hunting, how long had you been doing this up to this point? Uh, I started in 99. And this was probably like 06, 07. Mm. So it was right before I moved to Oklahoma. Okay. So so you were you were a good ways into your... Yeah, that was good. I was I had already been... Uh, I had I had already been in the group and I had left it and then I was doing uh, independent stuff with Kenny and Buddy Britt and Tim how, how long did you stay in TVRC? Huh? How long did you stay in TVRC? I got in the I think I got it in, in to the the end of the year two thousand and I left in oh uh, two oh three. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't very long. We had just done our first Bigfoot conference and then I left so um, because it just didn't like where I was going. Those guys suck. <laughs> and uh, fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Sideways. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was in, I was in for a little bit, and I did a lot of stuff for the TBRC, and did a lot of legwork for them, and um. And then you took all the credit and yeah. wired out your name. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like the big thing with them is this: I just wanted. I had opinions about stuff and I was passionate about the subject and I just pushed it and pushed it and I wanted like some of my opinions to count. And then a lot of times it didn't. So, and I didn't like where I didn't like, cause like Luke wasn't around that much and he was going through some stuff and Craig was taking over. Just, I didn't like where they were going and I just, man, screw this. I'm out to do no love. No love. So I stepped and so I started doing you know, like independent stuff, so, which I, I loved. It was great because I had to go wherever I wanted to go. And do what you want to do. Do what I wanted to do. Whatever conclusion you want to do. And, and that, like, and that, okay, and, and when you did that and you break away, that's when you said you started opening up your your yeah. your mind to this possibly being different stuff. Yeah, because yeah. like when when we went to go do stuff with Rob Riggs, I I shut down. I said no way. There's no way Bigfoot and Orbs are together. I'm just gonna look for Bigfoot stuff. I don't care what he says. Well, so, I'm I'm with Ash. When I hear Orbs, I'm like, man, it's a moth. It's a mosquito. It's yeah. a bug. Yeah, I mean, there's so. I mean, yeah. So the word Orb to me is just like you know. It's so, there's too many X factors that yeah. can be. It's like, I'm not disavowing that that's not a way that a spirit, which is your well, energy, yeah, yeah. can manifest on something or that it's not something else, you know. Balls of light happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's usually something tangible. But because there's so many things, I mean, for example, I don't know if I showed you, but this person that was on my, my page, uh, I've seen he he's always trying to be like, oh, I'm I'm attracted. Ghosts attra- are attracted to me. I always have stuff going on and whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, he think he, 
but he's one of those people that's really always trying to come up with something for attention. But he posted this picture the other day that had a light behind him. It wasn't there a few seconds ago. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing I'm that. I'm like, that's <laughs> bullshit. I mean, I you know, it's that, bullshit. Yeah. But also, it's just like you can breathe and it looks like a mist and you don't yeah. see it until it's on in the picture. I was going to say on film, but that's not really a thing anymore. But uh, our bugs you don't see yeah. are dust. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all sorts of things could be this thing. And because of that, more often than not, I'm going to say it's inconclusive. So I'm sorry. It wasn't, yeah. you know, just because you didn't see it with your naked eye doesn't mean it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I always equate to Bigfoot prints like casting orbs, spirit boxes. That's, <sighs> a that's, Frank's box. it's just, it, it's just a guide. That's mm-hmm. it. Right. It's, it's to, it's to get you where you want to go. It's a starting point. It's to help you out. Maybe it's like, it's like a, a game cam, you know, you right. put it out to see where the like mm-hmm. the deer's going, and then you you get a hit. Okay, this is where the deer's at. So I guess yeah. we'll it's, yeah, it's, it's we'll a guide. So I mean, it's yeah, but that, it, that's it, the way I look at it. I don't know. Right. I mean, take it or leave it. This that's kind of like you know, a, a very w- when I was really into it when I was with uh, with Tyler Rip and stuff like that. There was always you know real. It's like we're pro-orb or anti-orb and you know kind of like in bigfoot community it's like kill school and not right you know it's big conflict i would have said bro it's just an orb yeah and it's like (laughs) and it would suck so hard because we would have you know people come up and bring us these pictures and stuff like that and they want it to be something so bad they want it to be what do you see what do you see? Yeah. Because, and they give us this really sad story, like, oh, my, my son died whenever, or yeah. whatever. And they want it to be that. And those are the hardest, the hardest things that I think that we had to deal with was just more often than not. It's like, well, I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you right now what this is, but. So we're, we're, we're kind of doing Bigfoot and Paranormal. Yeah. I, mean, I was going to say, we're, of, we're. It's kind of hard not to go hand in hand with those things. Honestly. Well, especially, especially when you lead with a story and, like and that. Yeah. And with, with this area too, because yeah. they do mm-hmm. go hand in hand, we can go off on a tangent about aliens I'll, because they are allegedly in that area too, you know? Well, I was yeah. going to say we could do a whole segment on Paranormal about this area. Right. Um, because it is, it's a. Every story that I've read has it's it, every one of them have mentioned how just evil this place violent, is, yeah. how violent this place is, right? And, and you know, like I said, I'm kind of I grew up close, like maybe five miles from Oklahoma border in that that general area, and it all that area is kind of that way. Yeah. It's just like mm-hmm. high crime. A lot of drug problems, a lot of murders, but it's very rural, so a lot of that stuff gets covered up. Yeah. It goes unsolved. Mm-hmm. But in, on the other side, there's a lot of people that believe in those things. There's a lot, and of course, you know, in Oklahoma, there's a large Native American population, mm-hmm. and a lot of people that, not just them, but, you know, we all grow up together. We all kind of get the same beliefs and grow up on the same stories mm-hmm. and stuff, so a lot of people are heavy into that sort of thing. You hear a lot of stories about that, whether or not they're, you know, something that they actually experienced or just word of mouth yeah. handed down through generations or something that actually happened is yeah. a whole nother thing. Cause again, lots of drug use. Yeah. <laughs> As, I was going to think of the, think of just the, 
the little bit that we know of the past, it, it, Native American mounds. Then you go to the mob. Yeah. And now you have casino. Yeah, you, you know, I didn't, you know, the thing when right. I, whenever I went there, I didn't know nothing. I didn't know anything about the bodies. I didn't yeah. know anything about the drugs or the mobs that used it or mm-hmm. Dallas people used it to jump. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. I just knew the story of 97. I went up there when I got out of the car. Man, it was like negative. And yeah. I, I know I was not the only one. I probably should talk to Kenny and Buddy Britt about this too and probably, probably talk to my cousin too again. But, um, just kind of get there because I don't remember saying, "Hey, how do you feel?" I don't. I didn't ask that. Yeah, I just know how I felt, and it's just kind of odd. Well, so. Again, in that in that moment, I, I I would think you've been on on many a Bigfoot hunts, and you're experiencing this for the first time. And and I know that I've 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 been in in paranormal instances where you you talked about the 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 pressure on your chest. I, I felt like I was being choked from the inside yeah like yeah. not not something with their hands around my throat but just, just short of breath but just like something is like i'm choking on something that's in my throat but it's nothing in my throat um yeah but th- that in itself is very very paranormal um but i just man I, I just when you when you that's what i thought of whenever you were talking about this weight on your chest like yeah. i can't breathe yeah, that's kind of uh not necessarily discounting that it might be something outside, but I kind of get that way when I get really bad anxiety too. Yeah, and you know it could just be something else that's triggering. Well, yeah, abso- absolutely. But I mean, that's kind of how it feels. It's like like your body is just like tensing up towards the center, mm-hmm. and it's not wanting to work right. <laughs> you yeah. know, more yeah. or less, it's just like it's coll- kind of like you're in a trash compactor, and mm-hmm. it's just pushing in on the sides, and it's just. You're just getting like really tensed up and stuff, and because I, I mean I can't explain how it's. I mean the only thing I can think of is like it's like you're sprinting like really hard, and then you stop and someone's asking you questions yeah. and you stop yeah. and, go, and you're like, yeah, okay, hold on, let me yeah, <laughs> let me and it's like you're choking on your yeah. Mind. It was like it was, that's the way I felt. I said, oh my god, and I was like, but you hadn't been sprinting, you hadn't no, been running, you I hadn't, hadn't been done any of that. You so. were just chilling in a car, yeah. a few minutes. Before this. And so I, th- I just think it's just kind of odd because, like, after we left, and I started looking up stuff, and, man, it, it's just kind of... And I, 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 it's, it's, you mentioned after you left. I want to get in that, too. Now, when you left, did did this feeling go away? It, it did. It, it just did. it just kind of... When did. you were there, it was there, and when you, when you left, it was gone. Yeah. It was like... It was like I was with Luke. <laughs> <laughs> you were safe again, it's right? Nice so... And, and and I know we talked all um, I, well. I was gonna say all people with asthma probably understand, but I don't know. There's different there's different forms of asthma. But three of my kids uh, uh, have asthma, and I don't want to throw all people with asthma in here. I don't want to do that. But yeah. I don't I don't know. I've never had asthma. I don't know how it is. But I know three of of the four of my kids have asthma, and. I know whenever they started going into, they're, they're kind of grown out of it now. They, they have it every once in a while. But I know when they started going into their, into their episodes or, or if their asthma started taking over, it was just like you were saying, like they had just run like five miles and they're trying to catch their breath. And you could, you could almost feel it with them mm-hmm. um, as, as, as their dad and they're going through it. And when they were younger, I would hold them and, and they would take their medicine and they would do their, their breathing treatments and all that stuff. But it was almost like you could feel it with them. And, and you could hear that, that kind of, 
you know, just like their 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 chest is is caving yeah. in on them. They can't mm-hmm. they can't breathe. And right. So it that's a that's a very valid point that you bring up, Ash. Is you know there are perfectly good explanations of why people feel this way, and but and that could be triggered ex- by that exactly. Um, and that's I'm, that's where I was yeah, going. I'm yeah. looking at it's just uh, paranormal stories blogspot. It's a lot of anonymous comments of people that are in this area or frequent in this area and almost every single story says the same thing is that they have like you know we're down here camping or we're riding motorcycles or just whatever around here and just get that bad feeling yeah like, yeah that's because I, I told you i've read several stories um about this area off mic before we started before yeah. we started our 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 conversation, our, our podcast on it. I was just looking at, at just multiple, multiple stories and every single one of them talk about how evil this place is, how mm. it's just unlike anything they've ever been. And I don't want to go there. Yeah. So I do because I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy, if, but I'm just not that crazy. I don't do. know. I might get there because you know, daytime. Yeah. Oh, I'll well, definitely, if, definitely if, start if, in the daytime. I'm not going to go anywhere in the middle of the night that I've never if, been before. If, if if we do decide, because hey, I'm I'm down for the for for doing it on the podcast. But if we do decide, I guarantee you, I'm not going at night. I'm going in the day. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that. Guarantee money. Okay. See money. I'm reading this one story. It's just a little whatever, and it's kind of an intro in that blog. It says some visitors to Brown Spring have pulled particular gravesite trees bleed. There has been sightings of a little girl standing next to a headstone marked Butch. Trees bleed. I want to wow. <laughs> know that's more on. that's interesting. That is interesting. You know, it's just uh, it, to me it goes. It's okay, girl. Okay, what can that be that I know that would explain that? Yeah, and I'm not really sure. I'm trying <laughs> to know? debunk it right now, right thinking now. What, like, what sap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, okay, come on. If you see sap coming out of a tree, you're not going to say it's bleeding. Like blood. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like blood at all. I mean, I've I've seen sap coming out of a tree. It doesn't look yeah. like now again. Okay, let's 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 think about this 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 feeling that we have here. Your mind can play tricks on you and make you see things yeah. that are not there, especially when you're scared. Exactly because you know I have post traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. and I do that constantly. Mm-hmm. It's I will see something out of the corner of my eye, and I always think it's somebody. Yeah. And once it's messed up, it's like it's always like a black figure or something like that. You know, in my last job that I had, you know, I do security, and it was in this dilapidated uh, hotel warehouse, and constantly I would do that. Mm. You know, and what's funny is like there's decorating for Halloween in one in the building that I work at now. They had like just this black figure it was balloons i think under a cloth but that's what i see is mm-hmm. what people say shadow people yeah. yeah but it's usually something else but that's what my brain i can't remember what that's called where your brain just makes you see what you already know mm-hmm. and that's um and sometimes it's kind of i think i've seen theories that says that this it comes from when we're like babies mm. that we look for faces to instinctively find our parents. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why people see aliens and things like that when they're in like a dreamlike state is mm-hmm. because your brain looks for the big head, big eyes. That's something that we look for. That's 
we're attracted to for survival, but because we don't realize that anymore, it's something scary and we don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I, I think, I think a lot of the stuff we see, I'm, I'm, I'm big into the, to the subconscious and I, I, a lot of the stuff that we see comes from that when our subconscious and our conscious are battling when we're asleep or when we're going to sleep and, yeah. and all that, I'm, I'm a big believer in that. Oh man, so much of the stuff that we see walking around comes from that is our subconscious, you know, cause I, I think that's what deja vu is. I think mm-hmm. deja vu is that, you know, multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, it's the matrix, you know, it's a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. But or, you know, it could be genetic memory too. Yeah, and then, then yeah, exactly genetic memory. Um, it there's there's you know, um, just so many different kind of ideas when it comes to the subconscious genetic memory stuff that we you know as a as a child, you know, some people can remember all the way back to when they're like two years old. Yeah, you know, right. and that's it's very uncommon for people to do that, but. I know when if, if you're two years old and, and you're remembering something and you're going through something at two years old and you're 30 years old and you're remembering this, it's going to be different. I mean, it's, there's going to be there's going to be changes and there's going to be things that, you, like you said, that that are foreign to that, that, you know, but they're foreign to you because mm-hmm. you're looking at it as a two year old and now you're looking at it as a 30 year old. And your mind tries to make sense of it. And so yeah. it becomes what you're familiar with or something that you already know about or even like. From outside sources, you might have experienced it, but someone else is telling you the story. And because you don't really remember it, your brain fills in the blanks with what someone else told you mm-hmm. about, about an experience that you had. And that's not necessarily what you perceived. Mm-hmm. Projection? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're, we're like a minute and t- I, know, I keep saying You keep saying a minute. Wow. This is a long <laughs> time to stop. I'm telling you, our minutes Can you take it? are long. <laughs> Can you take us out there? Okay. We're inside a TARDIS. Went one hour, 13 minutes. I know we kind of been talking about Bigfoot and paranormal. Yeah, we kind of. So you want to, you guys want to just do paranormal? Now? Whatever. <laughs> I mean, we, we kind of just threw them together tonight. Yeah, yeah which, we kind of threw them together. Just let but. it flow organically. Because you, I mean, the, the reason why is because you, you. Okay. You, we, you, you, we, don't, we don't have to do paranormal. We can just keep going. Just play the music. <laughs> okay. Okay. You just want to play the music. The intro to that thing we've already been doing. <laughs> the paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Lord. The paranormal. It. Hey, do we have any fun facts about paranormal? Yeah, I do have a fun fact about paranormal. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> so, November 7th in 2017, this comes from, um, it's uh, anomalyinfo.com. I don't know how credible this uh, source is. I just found it. I thought it was a cool story. Sweet. Um, and it happened on November 7th. Uh, we never said this, but a special Thursday edition of the Bigfoot Club. Yeah. We usually run it on a Sunday, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't we have a special that. Thursday edition of the of yeah, the Bigfoot yeah. Club. I didn't do that. Sorry. That's okay. Surprise. I just did it. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, this 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 is this happened in Nongkung. Uh, side district of Thailand, uh, November seventh, uh, uh, two thousand seventeen. Um, 
What are you doing over there? Also breaking things. We got a a Bigfoot. We got a Bigfoot sighting. Now he's running down the hallway. Um, So. He's potty trained though. That's good. His house broke. His house broke. That's the most, you know, our buddy Billy used to say, um, the reason why Bigfoot's so mean is because he ain't got no toilet paper, and that's why he stinks too. He's got them. (laughs) He's got no toilet paper. He just needs to be house broke. That's all. He's got, and that's why he smells bad because he's. Because he can't, can't he can't get it. <laughs> you know, have you ever seen the dogs where they like drag their butts on yes. the ground? Yeah, that's how they, I guess, clean up. My dog does that. My big dog does that. <laughs> I think, yeah. I'm like, man, quit. That's gross. It is. I don't I'm glad we don't have carpet at the house. Because if we had carpet, that'd be even more gross. But I don't know how we get. Oh yeah, because we're 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 party training our exactly. Bigfoot over here. Got <laughs> He got all them teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> he got all them teeth. No, Connor Sanders, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of went off on dogs rubbing their butt on the ground. So, wow. yeah, <laughs> just just get in here, okay? I, I leave for like twenty seconds. Well, we 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 said we we're, had to find some filler and he went. <laughs> we were, went right back to poop. We. <laughs> What is it with me and poop, man? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Lazy poop coward. So you were you were talking about the story? I mean, yeah, so uh Nong Kung Sai district of Thailand. Um it was announced that a number of public health officials, including a doctor and a psychologist, had been dispatched to a group of villages in the Nong Kung Sai district of Thailand to try to clear up rumors. Oh. That a ghost had killed four men by eating their internal organs. Organs? Organs. They ate their internal... What about Washington? Yeah. They ate Washington and... Man, what the crap? (laughs) Those are full of Bigfoot, too. Man. Sorry. Organs. Organs? Their internal organs. Yes. Uh, information on the matter was not very clear, but the deaths of the four men had either been close enough together or unusual enough to worry locals of a possible supernatural cause. This news organization called The Nation reported that locals suspected a porb ghost and that <clears throat> excuse me, and that these were usually female spirits that slowly ate a chosen victim uh, victim's internal organs. Until your organ trails, yes, until the victim uh, died. So, um, they're they're poor ghosts. Poor ghosts are are entities that enter um, individuals, and um, they don't eat the individual that they enter, but they cause the individual to kind of, um, I guess. I guess kind of like a zombie state. I was going to say zombies. Yeah, kind of like zombies. This this sounds like a, a story from Supernatural. It's in your head, though. Yeah. In your head. <laughs> in your head. So. <laughs> a little late there. Little late. I had to find it. Better late than ever. So, um, anyway, poor ghosts are believed to be, or poor entities, poor spirits, whatever you want to call them. Are believed to be uh, entities that enter uh, one human, and in Thailand they believe it to to be uh, they enter mainly uh, females and then eat eat males. Um, they also say down here that it's it's usually um, uh, women. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, women and young children. Wow. Uh, 
because children, I mean, we've talked about that several times on here that children are more open to, to, uh, paranormal, but, uh, they call them, uh, where is it? Just saw it. Fiporbs or Fiporbs, P H I I P O R B. It's almost like what we were talking off show about. It was like a succubus, like or? a succubus or an incubus, right? You know, but like with the with the succubus, it's it's that's more of a sexual. Um, the succubus is the the female. Um, the incubus um, is the male. The incubus is the male, and that's it's more of a. Shout out! I need some tickets. <laughs> that's more of like a sexual. That's a um, warning, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Man, you, you, you're you good at that. Just really good at being late. On that. <laughs> timing, timing is everything. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we started talking about kind of getting on the topic of the incubus and the succubus because of the porb, porb ghost. But this, this porb actually... Turns the person into zombies and and makes them eat. Kind of turns them into cannibals. So, yeah, just kind of to want to get your thoughts thoughts I, on that. You know, I, I think that if that was if that story was here in the U.S., I don't think it would probably be like reported that way. Mm-mm. No, because no. I mean, in that part of the world, they tend to be a little bit more superstitious. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of unfortunate too that. It seems to me that maybe hmm, that that is a story that kind of originates because there's a lot of stories like that that have kind of villainized women mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. made them into like malevolent creatures. Right, like they're susceptible to that and they can right, take, because they take it more than a male. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's what that's what they're that's what they yeah. It's just project that. Yes, that. Oh well, then there's something wrong with her because yeah. she doesn't lock stuff. She must be evil or a witch. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we need to shut this down and take care of this. You know, and there's something <clears throat> wrong. I just think it's kind of odd because, um, like I was saying, if it was happened here, I don't think it would be like reported. That no, way. it it would be reported drugs. Yeah, yeah drugs or, or mental health. mental health or just someone died knows it. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. And they they wouldn't they wouldn't call all these you know psychologists and health officials and doctors and all that they wouldn't call all them to the scene of of dead bodies. Of course, they're going to call the police, and then the police are going to take it and and do do their thing to it. But I mean these, I mean they according to the story, they sent like a whole a, crew. a whole crew down here to you, you know I'll say but, this but just before I forget they did this. With the 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 pre notion of this being a porb attack, yeah. they didn't go down there thinking that these people just ate these people. They right. went down there under the 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 understanding that it was a porb ghost. When, attack. when you read it, that's that's how you that's how you interpret that, it. That's right? that's okay. that's what they say. Yeah, because it says to try to clear up rumors that a ghost had killed four men by eating their internal organs. Right. So they they're yeah, going up there. That's probably what the people already were saying. Yeah, and they're saying this that. is what happens whenever they discovered that. But I, here, I, they're not going to go down there to try, try, try to clear up those rumors. They're just going to go down there and say, "Hey, this is drugs. This is right. alcohol." And because I I don't know if y'all remember, like a couple years back, they had they were doing the bath salts. 
Right. And they call it the zombie drug. Right. And it wasn't even that at all. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. But, it was just, but it, I mean, they looked like right. zombies. Right. So, you know, I have to say that I admire them just for doing the story like that. Yeah. And I kind of, their honesty and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't get that here. No. You so. would just disregard it all. You know, I mean, <clears throat> Because people still, you know, I come from backwood small town, and people do tend to kind of sometimes lean on things like that yeah. a little too hard when they're not very worldly and they're in their own, you know. You know, I, I have to admit that there's a lot. There's been times where I would get the newspaper and I'd go to the metro section and I would just flip through the metro and see, because the metro will just talk about you know happenings or deaths locally mm-hmm. and i would just read them and try to see if i could find something that just would just did sound right mm-hmm. very rarely unless it's october do you get anything like that yeah you know um more often you would get maybe something ufo or anything but nobody want ever really reports on yeah things I'm, like that I mean, on that level anymore you you, you kind of have to read between the lines whenever you right. read those and stuff and mm-hmm. say that's odd you know like mm-hmm. they'll say like someone was killed um, in their bed, and they were asleep, or mm-hmm. and they were, you know, were seen later on that, you know, that day, okay, and you know, the, just the way they were killed, and yeah. just, sometimes you just have to look at it and find it and say, okay, that's that sounds kind of odd, and they shot the you know that reminds me of what Men in Black, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, or Supernatural, Supernatural, yeah, Shout out. it always comes back to Jared, the boys. Jared Padalecki. We love Padalecki. you. <laughs> Stop doing bad things. We don't condone your behavior, but we support you. And we person, still love you. Because we all screw up. <laughs> Stop beating people up. It was just that one guy. Stop getting him in headlocks. <laughs> and if um, you do, don't get it on video. Oh, well. Padalecki. I doubt that he can go out in public and not be on video, honestly. True. I feel bad because, I mean, he's a, speaking of Bigfoots. Um, <laughs> he's not exactly a small guy. It's like if you know him, you'll notice him in a crowd. Moose, yeah, you know? moose. Um, I did want to do a shout out to uh, my moderator for Penn, Texas. Mm-hmm. She's she's awesome. Yeah, I, I love her. Uh, I I have to say this: I don't know her. I only I only spent a few minute moments on a phone call with her. Yeah, but she her her passion for what she does. Is just outstanding, man. And, I, and, I'm, and and how quick she just jumped on and 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 kind of took control, and and so calm and cool and yeah. just man, it was it was it was very impressive. We were, and I'm not gonna talk about the yeah. details. It's just that we had a case yesterday, and she called me, and she was concerned about this person, and and her the like the level of her caring about it and the detail that she put into it and the compassion she had, man, it just is unmatched. And I mean, I'm lucky to have her and I'll just say it's, 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 it's Tanya Moret. And so she's, she's my Mm -hmm. uh, moderator for Penn Texas. And I don't, I don't know how I, I just approached her and I was messaging her and, and I just asked her, I said, Hey, are you interested in doing the moderation for me? Cause I got, I have a podcast coming up and I need help Mm -hmm. with this page. And, she jumped right on it and she's um she moderates a lot of stuff for me and you know she looks for uh cases and she looks for you know um people that need help and but just not saying i need help 
she looks at their posts and she says, mm-hmm. hey, we should yeah. maybe yeah. pay attention to this person because mm-hmm. I think they're crying for, for help. Yeah. And I, I, just, I just want to do a shout out for her because yeah. she's great. I feel like the people that aren't that way in the field are, to put it mildly, kind of self-serving assholes. Yeah. Because, I don't know, to me, that seems like the, one of the front-running things that you would want to do is to help people. Mm-hmm. Because either to... And, you know, I feel like we touched on this before, either to figure it out and give them peace of mind. Yeah. Or to give them assistance and point them in the right direction mm-hmm. to make it better. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in this case, again, without going into to, to a lot of details, in this case, it was, man, there was there was a lot of obstacles and, and a lot of mm-hmm. just kind of. Contributing factors. Yeah. Yeah. Variables that, that went into this and, and she was so just in tune with with man, just everything going on and yeah. Her her number one just focus was getting this person help. Right. Right. whether it be from us or somebody else, yeah. Just getting this individual help and there was no shadow of a doubt that she was going to do whatever yeah, she had I, to do. I mean, cause like I, when she reached out to me, I, I, I kind of, you know, I said, okay, she needs help or she needs, you know, assistance mm-hmm. or advice. So I, I offered to take it off her hands. I said, Hey, do you need me? Do you need me? Yeah. To, you need me to take care She's, of this? She, nope. Nope. I got, I got this. I got it. I, I got it. I got this. I go, do you need my support? Do you need me? Are you going to do a conference call? Or, um, uh, if you do an email, copy me on it. Mm-hmm. And she goes, nope, nope, Robert, I got it. So, I got it. So she's, God, I, yeah, you know, she's, and 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 again, maybe maybe fifteen minutes. Yeah, I, I was on a phone call with her, just just that fifteen minutes, uh, in the in the way she handled it, in the way she was open to what you were suggesting, right, in the way that she just, there was just a few moments in there she was like, no, I I just I feel this way. And and then you were like, okay, if you feel this way, good. It's, I you know, I have, I have to admit, I, I was kind of proud. That <laughs> you should be. So, so I was kind of proud. I said, God, man, I sure picked a good one on this one. Yeah, yeah. she's good peeps. So I don't, way, you know, I, I've always said that I feel very fortunate with the people that I have, you know, come in contact with to kind of did my mentoring. Calm down, calm down. But you know, like when I was twelve years old and first got the internet in like nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. Who were the first people that I came in contact? Fucking Jason and Grant. Yeah, you know. And from them, you know, I didn't really have too much because I mean, obviously they're running stuff and whatever. But you know, I, from them, I got to know. Oops, hello, Keith and Carl Johnson. And uh, what the heck know. was that? I don't know. Someone's phone. Oh, it wasn't mine. I turned mine off. Yeah. Wasn't mine. Not so. it. Oh, you know what that means. Two out of three. <laughs> Oops. But, and then from there, you know, I met you and Luke. And okay. I lucked out because there are a lot of phonies out there. Yeah. That teach a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And I got, I mean, maybe it was that I have a brain in my head. And, you know, I did a lot of independent research beforehand. You know, I'm a freaking knowledge junkie. I doesn't matter if there's something I'm passionate about. I got to find every single thing about it I can. But I, re- I really lucked out. You know, that's how I met my best friend was through taps. Mm-hmm. Eventually is how I met Michelle. It was from 
message boards and just so happened we found out I lived in Longview. She lived in Tyler. We met in the middle. Yeah. Here I am, basically, you know. Yeah, and I, I got to meet you. and Yeah, and on and on from that. Yep. <laughs> and now you're doing a podcast together. Finally. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, I just, I mean... Anybody that has that kind of compassion is yeah, she's is is cool in my book. She's good, man. She's really good, and I I, I love her, and I don't I, I don't tell her enough that I appreciate her, so I really do, and I I really want to I want her to meet you guys. I want her to meet Kendall. And mm-hmm. So yeah, because I I don't know any of your Bigfoot buddies or your paranormal buddies yeah. or anything. I just met Ash, and it's because we're doing the podcast. That's the yeah. only one I know. Yeah. So. <laughs> Still kind of talking about having like a little thing. Yeah, yeah. A, a meet and greet. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I found some places that were had some good prices, but uh, they are not available until March. Yeah, so I gotta well. I, I gotta find an, I got another. <laughs> well, find we can always have something casual and not invite people we don't know, but just yeah. Have like well, we can have like a dinner or something. Well, I, th- I think the whole. Th- I mean, we could we could hey. do we could do a dinner at. Povo Melvins. Yeah. They have a back. You know, room. if we, that, uh, if we worked at a certain place, we have, uh, yeah, I, I just got to see if it's okay to do it on Saturdays. Yeah. Cause I think we can do it there. I think. Cause we, we have a big meeting. Thing yeah. At work and. Well, I have one of those at my work too. They're just doing a, a movie audition auditions for some sort of horror movie and i didn't know what they were doing what? Like, yeah like some one of the guys that works there because we have several it companies i guess he's a freelance director movie maker and yeah they were having auditions i didn't know what they're doing i just knew i had to unlock the door and get it ready and whatever for them and there's people started showing up and they're running lines in the hallway and i was like what's going on because i just hear you know arguing yeah kind of sounds like here. bigfoot talk yeah <laughs> well that's what it sounded like you know down the hall it's just yeah, obviously these yeah. people were like whisper fighting yeah. because girls out in the hallway running lines for this horror movie <laughs> and i was like hold oh, that is freaking cool yeah you know, i didn't know that anybody could just rent out this area <laughs> i think bigfoot auditioning for her movie is awesome yeah so. <laughs> but yeah that's 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 really cool i wish i'd have known man i'd have been there yeah i think i uh, want to audition for a horror movie me too it was a lot of teenage girls, so I think it was one of those type of uh, type like of a movies, teeny like bopper, like slashing yeah. pack type. So of thing. Justin Timberlake wouldn't have been there. He might Dang be it. a soundtrack. Maybe, maybe his wife would be. Maybe you know. Yeah. I don't know what she's up to. Oh, god damn it, Robert. You are. <laughs> you got to get better on your timing, man. I know. <laughs> We're like a <laughs> bit and a half past, and you're the, the, where it comes. Wait, that's, wait. My, that's my thing. Like, hang on. <laughs> that's why. You hey, can you go back and say that again? <laughs> <laughs> that's like um. It was before I I was going out with her, but when Michelle was with her last team before that, I think SWAT. They're defunct now, I think, but uh, they did a lot of things for the local news circuit and they're like well let's go on investigations but that's what they wanted okay wait back up and say that again it's like we're not gonna do that yeah and that she's like after that she's like i'm done with tv i'm not ever going to investigate on can, tv again can you turn your head when you say that can you say that again can you react to that again <laughs> you quite get it it's like no absolutely not of course it is just a local no. news news station i think there's like channel nine out of tyler or something but yeah tyler john tyler so. They they used to have a really good football team. I don't know if they do now. But. Yeah, Tyler Lee or John Tyler. I don't know, man. Ask my brother. He knows everything about high school football. Too sweet. What? What? I think he should go into like 
being a sports commentator for high school football. <laughs> I'm serious. He knows That's freaking a very niche market. Yeah, he's he, but he knows everything about it. Like he can tell you like stats and I'm like, man, dude, you should do this for a living. So we got like <clears throat> thirty five minutes to talk about wrestling. I'm semi prepared. I was watching stuff. Oh, okay. at work last night. You know, because, <laughs> you know, I work from eleven o'clock at night to seven o'clock in the morning. What else am I going to do besides walk around and watch stuff? So you guys want to switch subjects? Man, we do what you do. This is your show. Remember, <laughs> remember, we've come to that. I know, agreement. but I, but, <laughs> but I like to ask opinions about stuff. Yeah, well, I like, I like to ask you. It seems like we've plateaued out of this other. So, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to ask your opinion, but it's time to go to wrestling now. <laughs> if your opinion is the same as mine, then that's good. But otherwise, just deal with it. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to wrestling now. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, okay. You're lucky. I love you. Thanks. Wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> okay. I used to have that argument with my dad. It's like, okay, wrestling is like what they do in school. Wrestling is this stuff on TV. <laughs> I, love I absolutely love that. We didn't. Uh, we didn't get to talk about AEW last week. Oh, good. Last... That's a thing that I read about. Okay, good deal. <laughs> and watched videos about on the on the tweeter. This week on AEW. Fun uh, fact. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Don't reverse. Wait, wait, wait. Do you need to push a button? Hold on. <laughs> Is there a button? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. So, this day in wrestling history, November 7th. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> Macho man Randy Savage oh, leaves yeah. the WWF and goes to the WCNW. Wow, today, today, wow, yeah, uh, yeah, like this morning. Nice, yeah, too sweet. So he leaves, uh, leaves WWE, and it was it was kind of kind of weird how it happened because it happened like halfway through the show. Really? Like, yeah, it was like halfway through the show. Vince McMahon comes on and he's like almost tearing up saying that uh, that Randy Savage is leaving leaving WC I mean WC <laughs> leaving WWF and uh, and uh, he's not gonna not gonna be there anymore there must have been like in neighboring cities maybe you know, but then I mean just a month later he signs with WCW oh okay but what's what's surprising to me and man I didn't even realize this that it it says He'd only wrestled a total of 15 matches for the WWF. Hmm. Only 15. WCW or WWF? WWF. Wow. Only 15. Ever? That's what it says. That's crazy. It says most of his, his... But I guess I can see that because even like, you know, I was kind of more of a WCW person, but it just seemed like he did rock the mic more than he actually... That's, yeah, that's a, and that's, that was his... That was what... Yeah. That's what caused him to leave because he wanted to be a bigger in-ring attraction. And he didn't it, just want to be a mouth. And then he was older at the time, right? Yeah, right. yeah. So this was like what all the stuff that he was doing that was like pre-Raw, right? 
Was that pre-roll? It was just 1993 when he left. Okay. Sorry, so I was... That was around... Sorry, I was chewing on my thumb. Yeah, that, that was about... I, man, like, tell you the no, truth, I don't know off. when Raw came. I don't know when... Well, let me see. If it, it says... It, yeah, it was like the mid to late 90s, I think. But, I don't know. It doesn't say on here. But I was just really surprised that... I mean, a total of 15 matches. As big... As big as a persona he is in... In WWF, WWE, to only do 15 matches. But, I mean, like I said, it's... I always like to say, what's your favorite Macho Man moment? Um, I would say when he was on Spider-Man. <laughs> when he was on Spider-Man. Bonesaw! He was Bonesaw. <laughs> yeah. And he would... He would I'm, oh. doing, I'm doing my finger like like three. Yeah. You got three minutes! <laughs> I, I think mine... With him and it was him and... Dad, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, you know Bruce Campbell in that scene because he was. Oh, that's you know, right. Because it was a uh, Sam Raimi movie, and mm. you can't have Sam Raimi without Bruce Campbell. Yeah. And he was, and he said he was the one that only, the only one that ever de- defeated Spider Man in all three movies was Bruce Campbell. Yeah. You know, but oh god, that was yeah. You know, say what you will. I get that those are. If you watch those movies from. That perspective from it's a Sam Raimi movie instead of it's a Spider-Man movie. The camp and everything totally makes sense and works, too. I like it. Yeah. Me, too. I like it. Um, my, my, I didn't really, I don't really have one. I just, I loved him on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was the, oh, yeah. just Let the best, something, <laughs> just the best on the yeah. mic and, and anytime. I loved his uh, Slim Jim commercials. Yeah. I loved them. I just, you know, he was always, man, he gave just 200% whenever he was on the mic. He wanted you to be entertained and he was, he was there to, to entertain. So I I really don't just, I don't have a, just a single moment. I just loved every time he was, if he was talking, I was, I was listening. I mean, yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking it's like I can't really think of any time that he like a match too much but yeah when yeah. storylines and stuff like that but he was involved in everything yeah, yeah. but to only have 15 matches that's just it, it blew my mind when I read that you know it's um you know I can't remember what was the name of, of his wife oh man but didn't, didn't I'll look it up didn't didn't Hogan have like Relations with mm-hmm. him, oh and I God. think I think that yeah, and I think they used that as as a real as a real storyline once, and I go man, that's Elizabeth, Elizabeth. yes, Miss Elizabeth, yeah. So Miss I think Elizabeth. I think Hogan because I think um, Ultimate Warrior had this thing with Hogan for the longest time, yeah. and he didn't like that actually that he he had relations with uh, Elizabeth. I think yeah, I think uh, Ultimate Warrior really. Was like pissed off. Yeah, because yeah. like he's like super, you know, super loyal to his wife, mm-hmm. and so he, I guess he thought Hogan should have done that too. So I don't know. That's just they opinion. always seem to kind of have a rivalry. I remember that yeah. being a big thing when the Warrior came over to WCW was him versus Hulk Hogan and stuff yeah. because he was black and white in W at the time, and like, oh, he's we're going to drive him insane. And like, they played up the warrior's mysticism and stuff like that. Like having him here in mirrors and things like that, you know? Yeah. 
Um, that was the only fun fact, yeah. Yeah, I just, just, I, I thought that was something big. I mean, that's obviously it big. It is. It is. Um, him leaving, leaving W. I just, it, it really surprised me. Only fifteen matches because he was. I mean, he was all over WWF and maybe he was hurt a lot. He was just they, well. It says that the reason why he left is because they just wanted him on the mic. They didn't want him in ring, and I don't know why because he was a stud in the ring, man. Yeah, because wasn't he a commentator too? Yeah. Okay. And then he, he left, did, he, he he left wanted, them to go to WCW. Because WCW put him in the ring. Yeah. Damn. So. That's awesome. And he, you know what's funny is he was kind of like a babyface heel. Like his whole career. You know, if that makes any sense. You know, until yeah. he went to WCW and then obviously he turned yeah, straight he heel. Yeah. But um, while he was in WWF, I mean, he was a babyface yes. But he was kind of a babyface yeah, heel. He kind of like an anti-hero. It's like, yeah. You know, he could go either way. Yeah. I, I kind of like that, too. It's like, you know. But I, don't, I can't think of anybody else that's ever kind of been like that. He, the only thing I, don't, I didn't like about him was his tassels. Is that, no, is, is, no. Is that, that wrong? Really? Is that no. wrong? Is that wrong? That is wrong. Go back to the bathroom. You're canceled. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The fringe man, is where it's at, man. We just and the sunglasses, like take away his fringe I like and bandana sunglasses. and sunglasses. Are That's you gonna? <laughs> are you gonna jump on Warrior for his tassels? No, because he was a warrior. Right? Uh, we might jump on him he, for he, like. A, he was he was the dingo warrior when he was here oh, locally. So yeah, I liked him then. So I don't know. I did like him too. Can't believe, man! You need to go back to the bathroom. I like turtles. I like turtles too. <laughs> He was a baseball player for the Cardinals. Was he really? Yeah, I'm looking I, at his Wikipedia. That I did not know. I did Savage not know was that. signed by the St. Louis Cardinals organization as a catcher out of high school. Wow. I did not he know that. He was in the minor leagues and mostly played as an outfielder for the Cincinnati <clears throat> Reds. That's Chicago crazy. Chicago White Sox farm system. Wow. Super crazy. There's a thing you know. That's just one up me on the fun facts. 1974, thing. when he paid for the tampon or tampons. <laughs> the tampon. I gotta hit her button. I can't do it. <laughs> Dang it! Man, you guys are quick, man. You guys are like serpents. <laughs> man, he played for the tampons. <laughs> the tampons. <laughs> what league was that? <laughs> The absorbent one. The absorbent league. <laughs> Sorry. Hi. I quit baseball. Though. It's like, they, I signed to the Cardinals, but they put me over here on the tampons. <laughs> oh, oh man. From the Cardinals to the Reds to the tampons. Hey, it's, it's all red. <laughs> it's all red. Cardinals are red. No, he's probably saying Cincinnati Reds. He's saying I'm bleeding over here. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's why he went to wrestling. We're horrible. Yeah. We're wretched. Wretched. Okay. Let's get on AEW because we didn't talk about that last. I want to. I want to say this. I, I am. I am just. I'm so close to being done with WWE. Really? Yeah. I just. I don't. There's nothing, nothing that intrigues me over there. You always say that. I know. You always go back. But I always go back. So it's like I an just, abusive relationship. Man. Trauma bound. I, I don't know. I'll probably stay there. But I will tell you this. I do not have the WWE network anymore. Yeah, I already knew that. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Because oh, that, that was when I told you that I was stepping away. 
Yeah. So I stepped away from the WWE network, but I still I still watch them. Can we can we step into AEW? Okay. <laughs> we can do that. I just wanted to put that out there. Step All into right. The AEW. I'm about to take that button. <laughs> okay. Then I'm right back to the bathroom. Um AEW, did you did you did you guys happen to watch? I did. I watched it last night. <laughs> did I you just watch the thing with the thing? She watched the thing of the thing <laughs> last night at work. Did y'all yeah. watch the promo that Cody did? I did. That's the only thing. Yeah. Oh, you watched that's the, th- the thing. That's the, the thing, thing of the thing. That's the thing that I watched. Okay. I really, really liked it. I did too. Because it was unscripted. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, he he was kind of making fun because like they're setting up for full gear. Um, Cody's going after the AEW World Jericho's Jericho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Jericho in the past has been telling them that he's, you know, spoon fed and mm-hmm. silver spoon. And yeah. he's been given this, this, this right to be the AEW mm-hmm. president, all this stuff. And so Cody kind of went back to say, Hey, it must've been nice to being, you know, have a, have your dad as a hockey player. And, yeah. And, Ain't you know, the same silver spoon. <laughs> yeah. Weren't you spoon fed too? Yeah. So I think uh, that's what we said. Didn't we eat off the same silver spoon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, and I liked how he he brought the the legends back. He mentioned the legends of the of the sport. Yeah, and uh, I really like that that he he stays true to that. That he's he 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 recognizes the legends, and he wants he wants it to be known that he is trying to bring that back. He's trying to bring yeah. wrestling back to that. Right. It was I really like that he has. DDP on a lot too. Yeah. And talk to him and have him as a mentor because yeah. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know. Man, he, he's looking bad though. Well, he get old. I yeah. Know. I mean, he's, he's, that's what happens. I, mean, I think yeah. he's looking as good as he can look, but man, yeah. I just, that's not I what I mean, as far as I know, he's pretty healthy. Last interview yeah. I really saw was when he was on uh, Joe Rogan, but you know, with his, DDPY and stuff, you know. But I guess we get we get used to again going yeah. back to seeing them how they were. And yeah, you're and like, then, well, I feel that way every time I see Bret Hart, like on. Yeah. Like, oh like, man. God damn, I'm like I know it, but every time, but then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm 33, and when I started watching them, I was five. Yeah. You know, and they were probably 33. Um, you know, it makes sense. The Rock tweeted right after that promo. He oh. this this is this is what he tweeted. He says. Rhythm, cadence, tone, intent, passion, execution, great promo, brother. You drop the MF. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what The Rock put. And you know, he's still on WWE. I was gonna bro. say he he's still What a thing that would be. Yeah. That would be a power move right there, man. Um, be, you know, you know, because he's kind of running with UFC and stuff now too. They would But that's that's kind of the rock style though. He yeah. don't care. Rock can well, do whatever I mean, he wants. Exactly. It's like he makes a billion movies a year. He's always out there hustling. He ain't worried about shit because he's always going to be hireable and marketable. And here's the thing. It it doesn't matter what he does. He's going into the Hall of Fame. Right. Period. So. Yeah. And if 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 they don't put him in the Hall of Fame, that would be ridiculous. That'd be like not putting Hulk Hogan in. Exactly. So, but yeah, that's that's awesome to get that praise from the from Rock. the Rock. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, the best ever heel ever in the history of wrestling is the Rock. Um, and just a cool dude. So to get that praise from the Rock and uh, 
It's awesome. Is is awesome. And to be unscripted and just to go, man, I just another reason why I just I love Cody Rhodes. I love him just as a wrestler, as a promoter, as the owner of, of AEW. Yeah. He's just doing it right right now. And um AEW for the sixth week in a row. Um, took out NXT NXT but it's it got it's gotten closer um, Dynamite on TNT drew like 82, 82 822,000 viewers NXT did 813,000 so they're they're they had to do it they had to be on Raw and Smackdown I think mm-hmm. to do it this week just mm-hmm. to get that close yeah mm-hmm. that's just my opinion so well, that sounds I mean that that could be a really smart thing especially after um, you know because they brought them out last Mm-hmm. Yeah, all those people were mar- well. Like we they we, were thinking, you know, we talked about McMahon is going to do what he's got to do to McMahon need to watch his mouth when it comes to foreign dignitaries, though. Um, <laughs> the one thing I wanted to say about whenever they got stuck over there on their way back, I think they were traveling to London and then uh, they're traveling back to uh, to the U.S. Randy Orton did an Instagram challenging John Cena to WrestleMania. Oh yeah, that's probably the only the best thing of that that the whole the whole deal. I'll, I'll watch that. Yeah, I would too because I'll watch that hands down. In his bay, I mean, I don't give a shit. I would always be on his team over John Cena. Um, I'm a big Randy Orton fan. I, I, I enjoy too. him. I'm too. I think they don't use him enough. I I, I, I agree too, for other reasons. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't watch. I, did you Did you know that that he's a former Marine? Yeah, he yeah. got he got. Yeah, discharged, right? Yeah, he he was he got into trouble, and but still, <clears throat> once a um, marine, always a marine. Hoorah! I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch Pac versus Trent Barreto. Yeah, was that was that any good? It was it was a good match. There's a couple of things that was just like here's my thing, and this is I don't know why wrestling has gone to this. If you have a finishing move, use it to finish the match. Yeah. Don't use it three times, and then it's still not finished the match. Yeah, that's that one thing I would say about AEW that I don't like is that they 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 throw the finishing move, they throw the finishing move, they throw the finishing move, <clears throat> and I get that the finishing moves are great moves, but there's a reason why it's a finishing move. Yeah, um, and we all know when the finishing move gets put on them, that's what we want to see. We want to see one, two, three, yay! For example, that Bill Goldberg match that they had when he kept coming back out, yeah, kept coming back out, and it's like, okay, we get it. You can knock this guy around. It yeah. seemed like they were just filling for time. That you know what that incident? I don't even know where they're relating to because none of them, right. none of them came back. None of them did a story. It just to me, watching <clears throat> it, it seemed like something was going on behind the scenes, and they kept telling him, "It's like keep stretching. We need to fill time. Yeah, just keep keep doing the- it." The only thing I can think of is that probably something was going on and they yeah. had they had to extend it. That, so that's literally. But what I just there, said. there was a there was a moment <laughs> there was a moment in that match where um, Pac hits the 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 black arrow mm-hmm. and or Pac. I always call him Pac because I think Tupac, but his name's Pac. Sorry, um, that's my stitch. Uh, getting yeah. everybody's name wrong. Pac hit the black arrow off the off the top rope. Uh, pins uh, Trent. Referee goes one, two. Trent doesn't kick out, and the referee stops. Yeah, I he, don't know what's going on there. He must have forgot. I guess he forgot that. 
uh, Pac was supposed to submit him and he was supposed to tap. Well, he actually went to sleep because that's what happened. <clears throat> but I guess he forgot. And I was like, okay. But in that moment, if yeah. I'm the referee and he doesn't, t- go ahead and finish it. Yeah. Don't do that because it's better to go ahead and finish it than to have somebody say two. You're, you're, you're being like the referees in football right now. Blowing all these stupid calls. Mm-hmm. Just finish the match. One, two, three, have it over with. I thought that would have been better than to to just, oh, no, two, two. He kicked out at two. Um, yeah. But growing pains, I guess. You can chalk it up to growing pains. I, I will say I forgot to mention this on Cody Rhodes and Jericho's uh, championship match that's going to come up this weekend on Saturday. Cody Rhodes did say that mm-hmm. it, if he's mm-hmm. unable to beat Chris Jericho, that he will never, never, never at, go after the AEW world title again. I, I can say this. To me, that that just solidifies that he's going to win. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, come on. Even if it, and But if he didn't, I never is a long time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, or that's, that's, like a, that's like next year. Yeah. So I will never <laughs> step foot in this. Oh, two weeks later. Yeah. Oh, you go. <laughs> this happened. And guess what? There was a something or something or something. And now I'm going to kick your butt. Suddenly, theme music. Yeah. What? What? He's coming back. Oh, my God. He just said yesterday he wasn't. So, how? He said he'd never challenge for it again. Yeah. yeah. He, he won't challenge for the title okay, ever again. That. That tells he, you he's going to win. Yeah. That, yeah. to me, just says he's going to win. Or it might be he loses and he doesn't challenge it, but somebody else challenges him for it. Um, or it just builds up to it. And yeah. Or he just says, it's mine. I don't have to challenge for it. I own yeah. the company. That would be so <laughs> shitty. But, I mean, he could do that. It's like, whatever. Yeah. It's his and the Young Bucks. Yep. I mean, um, and I don't see the Young Bucks saying no. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, there was a, a it was uh, Raiho and um, it was Raiho and Shanna and Shanna. I can never remember her name. Raiho and Shanna against, against Jamie Hader and, and Emma Sakuraka. Sakuraka. Yeah, I guess that's how you say it. That was a good match. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that match. I was a lot. I'm a Jamie Hader. Yeah, fan now she was that girl, man. I'm not talking about her wrestling. <laughs> I know so, what. She's your edge. But I'm talking yeah. about the wrestling. <laughs> she is she's easy on the eyes. I'm talking about the wrestling. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you oh, know. oh, sorry. I just fell asleep there for a second. It's okay. Sorry. So let's, just, let's rank wrestlers based on attraction. Go. Yeah. Go. Well, <laughs> so I have to give in, in very quickly. Little Raho is is becoming one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah, she is awesome. Yeah, I don't man. think I don't think she knows she's ninety pounds. I don't I don't think she cares that yeah. she's ninety. She definitely she is awesome. The crowd man. loves her. The crowd loves. her. I love her. She hasn't spoken a lick of English. No, yet, and I don't think it cares. I don't that, care. I don't care. Either, I so. don't care for her to get in at ninety pounds, and she's in here. And 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 I'm I'm here to tell you, haters not a little woman. No. Sakuraka is not, or however you say her name, is not a little woman. Haters got it going on. And <laughs> she was in there, and she held her own yeah. with both of them. 
at one time, both of them were attacking her, and she was getting it, man. So, I like that. Yeah. I, um. But you know, before that match, it was um, Private Party versus the Dark Order. I'm I'm gonna tell you this, and I know, I know they were your guys. You liked them for, but the Dark Order has to go. The Dark Order, my, no, the Dark Order is not my guys. My my guys are the Young Bucks and best friends, and SCU. Well, I like SCU too, and the Lucha Brothers. I like them too. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, anyway, I, I, they, I'm, I'm growing apart from them right now. They got to go, man. Yeah, they, they need to bring another heel in. If, if, <sighs> I don't know. I just, they, they, they're not good enough to be a heel, to, to be the heel of the, of the, the main heel of the tag team division. Yeah. They just don't, they don't have it. They're not. They're not there yet. Yeah, I think I think the crowd was yelling, you know, this is awful or this is boring. Or yeah, something. they 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 were chanting. I think it was this is awful. Yeah, but <laughs> and I think they only did it whenever the Dark Order had the upper hand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whenever the Dark Order was, they just they just don't have them as a heel, but don't have them as the heel. Don't push them as like the big heel of the tag team division. They just they're they're not there yet. Um. I'm yeah. not a fan of the private party either. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of them. You you can kind of tell that they're they're still learning. Yeah, they're they're yeah they're they're definitely learning and and prove me wrong. I'm always out not again, and I'll say not that you have to prove me wrong, right? But I want you to. I want you to succeed. I want you to be good wrestlers, because um, I want to see you wrestle and I want to see good wrestling. But if you can't, yeah. They say, hey, if you can't cook, get out the kitchen. Um, the, Brandy Rhodes did a promo right, yeah. after, right after the mm-hmm. the girls match, and she was talking like she's like on the big chair with mm-hmm. wine and a cigarette or something, and trying to make some nice quotes or something. And they kept flashing like shots of um, Awesome Kong. Yeah, but uh, that's not a surprise to me. Yeah, they, they already had on the very first pay per view before AEW started. They we're you know in, well i think i think i don't i don't think they necessarily meant it as a surprise i think she was just making it well known like look yeah i mean you 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 come after me this is what you get i mean that, that works if you haven't watched any aw pay-per-views yeah and it works that way and I, I haven't so so yeah but I, I i did i did like she's like hey i'm only here because of my Husband, you think I'm only here because right. I'm pretty. You think I'm only here because of this, because of that. I thought that was just kind of funny because yeah. she's really saying I'm only here because I've got Awesome Kong. Yeah, she she was kind of saying on here because, you know, Dusty Rhodes goes as the American Dream, right? And Cody goes as the American Nightmare. American Nightmare. So her, she's, I think she's trying to build her own thing. It's, yeah. She, she says here... Um, where is it at? She says uh, she knows both dreams and nightmares, and that and that nothing stands against a night terror. So she's oh, that's right. She did say that. Yeah. So she's saying that she's the night terror. Which I think, I think I she means those. awesome king, awesome Kong. Be the it, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> she's saying that awesome Kong is the that that yeah. I'm I'm here and I'm gonna stay here because I got awesome Kong. Yeah. Which um. 
I, I'm a fan of. Yeah, I, I'm. 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 I'm okay with that. If 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 you want to come out and and you want to have awesome Kong do your yeah. wrecking work, let her let her wreak havoc. Um, Sean Spears was widening uh, Brandon Cutler. I, I have to man, I'm I'm a big Sean Spears fan. Yeah, I love them as the perfect ten as Todd Dillinger. I just and and I love it when he does his ten to their face. Yeah, I'm a big fan, man. Brandon Cutler is like a, he's like a best friends to the Young Bucks. And so they were coming up whenever he was wrestling with them. Whenever they came up, but since he's been with AEW, he's pretty much just a jobber. So yeah, well, he, you could tell he was a jobber in that match. Yeah, so so they were setting up Joey Janela. I don't know if you know Joey Janela. He's he's an independent guy, and he's he's fought Kenny Omega, and he's fought like John Moxley, but he's always lost. And he's his deal is like you know extreme stuff like Bob Wire and mm-hmm. tax and you know stuff like that and falling onto you know double double stack tables and mm-hmm. stuff like that so i guess he's sitting up uh for the pay-per-view this weekend him him and joey Jan- joey janelle is going to get into match but i think sean spears a big dude joey Janelle's yeah he's small mm-hmm. so i don't know how that's going to work i just so. I, I, i'm i'm happy that <clears throat> sean spears is over here and he got away from w- they did not use him enough in wwe yeah his his shirt when he came out his shirt says "No more wrestle wrestling." No garbage wrestling. Garbage. Re- no more garbage wrestling. That's <laughs> what it says. I, it was, I uh, love it. I yeah. love it because I mean he's he's an excellent talent. Yeah. And they just did not use him enough, and the crowd loved him. Yeah. Man, when he stepped out, it was 10, 10, yeah. 10, 10. They loved him. Yeah. They just did not use him enough over there. So I'm happy he's over here. Yeah. And uh, and to see him wrestling because I, I I think he's I think he's a great talent. Uh, the main event was uh, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara against Hangman Adam Page. Adam Page, yeah, and uh, Kenny Ortega. And Kenny, I mean Kenny Omega. Yeah, I knew you were gonna <laughs> say it, Kenny Omega. Which uh, Omega and and Moxley have a have a match. Yeah, um, full gear. So that, but, um, I, I thought that was the match of the night. I did. I, I liked it, and I'll tell you this: I liked how um, Guerrera Guerrera Guevara Guevara. I liked. That they put him with somebody as seasoned as uh, Jericho. Jericho, but I loved it because whenever he would come to tag, Jericho was like, "No, I'm not ready." Yeah, he said, "You stay in there and learn." <laughs> you know, you stay in there and and, and do your thing. Yeah. He, and then when Jericho was ready, he was like, "Okay, I'm ready. Come in." I loved it. I absolutely loved it because that's exactly how it should be. Yeah, I think it, it ended with. Um, it ended in a in a dadgum brawl. Is yeah, what it ended in. Swagger. Or Hager, yeah, Hager. He got involved. And, um, um, Moxley, well, yeah, John Moxley, Moxley came out and 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 faced or or or, or I was about to say Ortega, yeah. Omega in the ring, and then uh, Ortiz and Santana and Pac came and out. Pac and Pac, Pac, Pac. Um, two Pac, Young Bucks, the Young Bucks came out. Yeah, Cody, uh, Cody, Cody came, yeah, that's out. right. Cody did come out. So they were just setting up for you know mm-hmm. the whole deal. They were just which I mean I'm cool with that. I'm, I thought it was I thought it was I just. Uh, the thing I hate about whenever they bring all these dadgum barbed wire crap in here and, and all that, they just sit there and they walk around with these barbed wire. You're never going to hit somebody with that yeah. crap. I'd rather you come out there without the barbed wire and hit somebody with it. You know, don't bring the barbed wire because you're not going to use it. Now, I know they they land on it and stuff like that, but they're not going to smack somebody with a barbed wire bat. So don't bring it. Yeah, it's it's not intimidating. Don't bring it if you're not going to use it. Yeah. I'd rather you, I'd rather you bring just a regular bat, and and actually 
smack them with it because they'll smack you with a real bat. But anyway, I, I I do think that was the match of the night. I would put the 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 girls match up there, the women's match up there too, because yeah. that that was a great match. It was. It was a really good match. So, um, you want to talk WWE or no? I, I I'm down if you want to. I just like I said, man. I'm just not. <laughs> Just not feeling WWE right now. Yeah. They just do a lot of stupid crap. And they push the wrong people, man. Well, I'll say this. The only thing I'm going to talk about is um, the Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio deal. I don't understand that. Why? Because you know there's no way that Mysterio is going to beat him. There's no reason to push that. The only thing thing I'm, I'm thinking is that WWE wants to... Give Ray one more shot at WWE before he retires. <laughs> then don't make it against Brock Lesnar because it's never going to happen. Yeah. That's just so dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's garbage. I think I think without anybody knowing, they switched championships on shows. So I think Brock went over to Raw and Bray Wyatt went over to SmackDown. So the Universal title is now over at SmackDown. WWE title is now over at Raw now. Yeah, so they did that without announcing it anywhere, but they kind of did it on the shows. Yeah. So I don't why do you know. think they did that? I don't know. Maybe um, Raw was suffering from ratings, and oh. you know, and Fox. Why Fox do you think they're suffering from ratings? Probably. I can I can tell you. I mean, so why do you think they're suffering? Because Fox has got the pizzazz, and, and you know why they're suffering? Why garbage content. <laughs> I mean, yeah. just as a novice, I can see that. It's just like, it doesn't seem like anything really has any structure. Yeah. You know, it's just they're grasping at straws. They need better writers. They definitely need better writers. They need to push. I don't. I don't get why they're putting the smallest guy against it. They're like Maybe playing this two different species. Okay. Yeah. So almost. It's a Chihuahua <laughs> and a freaking great Dane. Okay. Yeah. A bull Mastiff. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and, and to, to, to insult the viewer's intelligence by, by right. Like we're going to believe that Ray Mysterio has an opportunity, like has a, a chance. Mosquito and an elephant. It's just, it, man, it just, it, I just don't like them right now. Okay. Yeah, I got you. And if they change, I'll I'll come back. <laughs> Get rid of Brock Lesnar. I'll yeah. come back. I, I can't stand Brock Lesnar. Yeah, you know, I like him in the W or the UFC. UFC. Yeah. yeah. I liked it when he got his face beat in. Yeah, I, I love. I liked it when Alistair Overing kicked him in his gut and made him fall down. That's so fucked up, man, because he's got ulcerative. Well, he shouldn't be in the ring, man. <laughs> he shouldn't have been, and that's why he ended up stepping exactly. away. Exactly. Because he had that. But I feel that, man, because yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what's wrong with me. You know, I mean, doctors. So, but I'm just, I can feel that. Oh but you're God. not going to get in a UFC Ooh, ring. Hell no. Exactly. But a lot of those fighters struggle with that shit anyway. Yeah. That's kind of common because they got to eat so damn much. Can you imagine how much trying to keep cut weight and stuff that he had to put on? I mean, he isn't exactly yeah. in the top fighting shape in Mm-mm. in but you know WWE what? that he was then but Jesus he would he would crush me like a freaking water he he's going to get paid more in WWE than he's 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So and I man, and do less and do less. If Absolutely. I ever came face to face with that guy and he was like, "You hate me, huh?" Oh, I love you. What yeah. is it? I seen. Give like me a, a hug. This video, of course, it was scripted. It was the guy from um, Modern Family that plays Uncle Cam. It's like mm. I'm going to punch the next guy. I see. Yeah, yeah. And it's fucking Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're not punching that dude. I'm going to punch the second guy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you punch him, it's not. It's, yeah, you you better punch him with a dadgum uh, sledgehammer or shoot him. I don't even know if you can shoot the guy. I don't even know if that'll work. It's like old Sasquatch. Whenever you do that, he'll just piss him off. Just piss him off. <laughs> He's a beast. He really is. Shoot uh, just a, shooting a BB at a fridge. Right? Exactly. Um, you know, there's. I, I watch Raw and SmackDown. I mean. Raw this week, and it, it just the show that I don't know. It just didn't. They're setting up, you know, for Survivor Series, NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown, and that's what it all feels like anymore. It's like they don't give a shit about their regular weekly stuff. They're just trying to set up for their. I mean, the that, that, that's always kind of kind of how it been, but you still got good content in between. Yeah, but now it just seems like oh, let's just phone this in until we get to our pay per view. I don't know. But I'm probably still going to watch Paper anyway, so. I'm still going to watch it. That's just how I am. We are two hours and 12 minutes. So, you guys want to call it a night? I'm, I'm, I can sit here and talk. All, yes. you know, I can talk all night. Let's go back around and start over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do another minute. Another minute? Okay. No, oh, our long minute. Our, our another minute. Oh, yeah. Our another our minute. Our tardiest minute. We're only a minute in. <laughs> We're a minute and 13 seconds in. <laughs> Two hours later. This special Thursday edition. Yeah, Thursday edition. Big Fuck Club. So, we got, you got any shout outs you want to do before we Big Fuck Club. <laughs> self serving a little bit. Sorry. I'm Big Fuck Club. I'm not ready for that. I'm sorry. No. I'm just excited, man. Yeah, I can see. Or I can hear. <laughs> yeah, you can hear. Yeah. So, um, uh, again, shout out to my wife and my babies. They're probably at home asleep right now. Yeah. So, but I love them. Shout out to Batchy and Cardo. Batchy, Cardo, oh. Cardo, Batchy. So. Of course. Come on, Ash. You never shout out to anybody. Man, I don't know. Shout out to somebody. Shout out to Bigfoot Club. <laughs> <laughs> if. My friends would tell me that they're actually listening, then maybe I would. Dang. You know? Oh, <laughs> shots fired. Shots fired. Let's see. Um, I'll give one out to my boy, Brian. A. Thompson. What's up, Brian? Hi, Brian. If you're listening, maybe, you know, he likes he likes the wrestling. Yeah. B. He's, one of, he's one of my rock and roll buddies. What up, B? Um, yeah. You think he'd like to I be call, called Bri Bri? I call him Batman. Batman. Because his name is Brian A. Thomas. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to call him Bra Bra. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, who else? What about that, that girl in New York? Oh, Diana. New yeah. York. My buddy dies. She She's a big wrestling person. Yeah. She likes that wrestling. She likes them wrestling. She was trying to get in to be, uh, oh, I guess it would be a manager yeah. for uh, oh. her. Oh, okay. Whatever they got the, the independently or whatever down in Georgia, yeah, Atlanta. Do it. She, she, uh, she was, uh, she almost won, but I think you know because she's a girl. But yeah, she's pretty great. 
If she'll actually listening. <laughs> I told her last week that I shouted her out, so yeah. I don't know when we were talking shit about the Yankees. But you know the Spankies. Yeah. <laughs> She's a New Yorker. It's yeah. Kinda, it's either if you have to choose between them and the Mets, I'd go with the Yankees. Spankies. <laughs> Dang. You're ruthless, man. Okay. Hey listeners. So this is our sixth episode. See money. See money. Vote. Yeah. No. 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 We don't even have <laughs> we have no polls. Just say <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you wait until now <laughs> to do it on key <laughs> at yeah. the end of everything i don't know maybe uh maybe one out to all the duders i don't know to my buddies on the internet web the internets the internets the internets, the internets my brandon ferris crowd you know can give a shout out to Brandon. He don't need it. Yeah. Because he's doing good. He's hustling. Love him. I hope I get to go see him next month. Do you think he'll he'll download our stuff? I don't know. If I tell him about it, I, I you know, it's kind of hard to get a hold of him because, you know. That'd be kind of cool if he did. Millions of people are trying to message him. Hey, Brandon, can you say my name? Can you give me some money? Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> you know. But we'll see. I mean. Um, tell him to. There. Yeah. 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 Tell him. He would if, you know, it's just getting a message to him because his yeah, just, inbox is so full. Just send, us our, just send us our link to him. But if you guys don't watch his videos, you should because he's awesome. Yeah. And I love him. He's the sweetest guy in the world. Yeah, he's tiny. He's tiny. You want to put him in your pocket. Put and him in your pocket walk you know. away. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to we're gonna call it a night. Night, night. Thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening uh, to our sixth episode. I'm okay with that. So, see money out. No. <laughs> it's going to happen. No. It's, it's not. not ever going to happen. <laughs> Stop trying to make that happen. It's never going to happen. If I call you anything, it'll be Sea Dog. I'm not going to be Sea Money. Sea Dog. Yeah? No? Ruthless. See, see. see you next Sunday. See you next podcast. (laughs) All right, brothers. We're out.